Hi guys, and welcome back to the Soft Spot Pod. I'm your host, Marion, and this is the podcast where I interview my besties about their hopes, dreams, fears, and faves. It's been a very hot minute. Um, I am now out of dissertation hell and back in the studio with you guys. So thank you so much for your patience during that little hiatus. Um, Today's episode is with two of my close friends, Eleanor and Liliana. They're two beautiful ladies and beautiful singers, as you'll soon discover. Uh, We get right into the sauce on this episode. We talk a lot about sort of the trials and tribulations of being a young woman in this big, bad uh, 21st century. And we talk a lot about queerness, which is, in fact, Eleanor's favorite word in the English dictionary. That's a little fun fact for you guys. Um, So, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, and I'll see you on the other side. lovely to have you here hey hi should we pop our drinks okay one two three ah! I'll, do, I'll do my other one later. <laughs> cheers gorgeous cheers um i'm joined this this fine evening um by eleanor and liliana hey uh, hey two friends we did from that way in back order when. okay let's do it again okay so introduce us again eleanor Hi, and Liliana. Hey there. Okay. Liliana's from the United States of America. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, don't come on! Don't say that about her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear like that. Do you guys want to say where you're from, what you study, and if you have a soft spot for anything? Hi, I'm Liliana. I'm 22. <laughs> Did you say? You d- I didn't say anything. <laughs> Fuck, I already fucked it. Okay. I'm, Liliana, I'm from Norwich. I study zoology, and my soft spot is the, the television series Euphoria by Sam Levinson. What, did, what makes it soft for you? Um, I don't know. I just enjoy it. I just, like, I, like, I know on a, on a cerebral level that it's trash, but, and yet, I, I continue to enjoy it. So that will have to be my soft spot. Soft trash. Yeah, soft trash, you know? I should clarify that as a flat, we've been watching it pretty religiously yeah lately. yeah it's true mm-hmm. um, eleanor what's your name uh, <laughs> it's eleanor it's actually El- it's eleanor jean is my jean is my middle name and my dad is thinks i should go by ellie jean ej uh lj so i think you should go shout, out, shout out to my dad okay. yeah, really papa papa pit papa pit <laughs> Pop off it. Pop off, pop a pit. Yeah, literally. Me every day. Pop off pussy, pop off it. Um, my dad slays. Um, wait, what was the question again? Uh, what do you study? Oh, and do you have a soft spot? I study English and film. Oh, and I'm from I'm from Scotland. I'm from the west coast of Scotland, but I'm kind of from d- uh, different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my soft spot. This is all the beautiful women of the world. Okay, um, they're soft. I think my so okay. <laughs> okay. I think my soft spot right now is my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a shout out to my wonderful academic daughter Judith, 
I think she's really cool, and I'm really excited to see her in Sweeney Todd. And to all of the other academic children, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Okay, no, but I just, <laughs> thinking, no, but I just was thinking specifically Judith, because I'm yeah. very excited to see it. Because Sweeney Todd is, like, one of my favorite, favorite musicals True. ever. So I'm really excited to see it. That's my. That's kind of my soft spot. That's a great choice. Gonna see Sweeney Todd live. Hey, listeners, get Sweeney Todd tickets. Yeah, get tickets while you still can. Down the tail of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> I think they should sing it He's, like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they should do that. I think, I think they should. Cool. We're gonna put on a show for you tonight. What's that from? Very soft show. This is I'm just. Oh, his face was weird. His eye was eye. That was you made that up. Anyway, that was good. I liked it. I heard it with my. My name is Sweeney. Wouldn't it be smashing? I feel you. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, at some point on the pod, I'll have to do her Ewan McGregor voice. Ewan oh McGregor. my god, you're the Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor? Yeah, should you're... I do it right now? Yeah, go yeah. on. So I have this thing about me and my family, we have this joke about Ewan McGregor where he's in lots of films, but films, but to us, he's like, I don't know, he's just this like a Scottish guy, and he's, mm. but he's, and he's very like, hi, I'm Ewan McGregor. Like, he hi. Is very high. And yeah. like in every movie he's in, he's like, Hi. Salmon, hi, salmon fishing in the Yemen. Like he's always the same. <laughs> it doesn't matter what. No matter what accent character he's doing, he's doing it just always has a Ewan McGregor ness. Yeah, it's like you can't get past. There's a certain wide eyed nature to his to his being. Yeah, yeah. his eyes are pretty damn wide I think... now. I think of it. <laughs> Very bright eyed, bushy tailed vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you rather have bright eyes or a bushy tail? Ooh. I'll take the bright eyes. I think a tail would be like hard to like hide. I'd want a bushy ponytail. You know? Oh, actually, yeah, you could, you could, you could interpret that. You know, you know, like a a number two pencil tucked behind the ear yeah. or oh. tucked into the ponytail. Oh, oh yeah. they, could, they could like take out. Could, like, I used to do that. Yeah, oh, put, really? put a pencil in your ponytail. Yeah, shit. Hmm. I always thought that was quite cool. I used to do yeah. I used to do a kind of like um. I also used to do the thing where I would like get a pencil, and I would like tuck it behind my ear but i would like wind a piece of hair in the pencil oh, and then yeah. tuck it behind my ear oh my so goodness. i would have a strange princess leia type mm. oh, hairstyle cool. i see that for you yeah i was a freak it just mm. it says mystery you know you were a freak well it says you <laughs> <laughs> anyway um uh, both me and eleanor's uh, last two initials are jp that just True. you know, food for thought about. What do you have a middle name, Marion? Claire, but without the Aww. I. So it's just yeah. Marion Claire. Yeah. That's so nice. MCU. MCU. The Marvel MC- Cinematic Universe. Universe. Yeah. MC Uncle <laughs> here to mix up yeah. your life. Mm. That's true. I think uh, in many ways the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of that uh, this is a genocide. It's kind of like the mythological figures of the twenty first century. That there's another food mm. for thought right there. That's food true. Food for thought, indeed. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. Indeed. Food for thought. <laughs> it's a free course meal. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like oh, like the bit in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where she's like chewing the gum and she's like, mmm, hot tomato soup running down my throat. Oh my god. Oh Blueberry my. pie. Okay, so <laughs> I said this like a hundred times, but um, me and you were very much Faruka and Violet oh, in the yeah, scene yeah, where they're yeah, walking yeah, down yeah. the corridor and they're kind of like, like really sl- like quick steps. Like, but that's me like, and... Let's be friends. But that's me friend, and like every that's... single one yeah, of my yeah. women friends. Like, that's me and Marion. Okay, that's okay. Me and Marian. Wow, I, 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 I jump into a well and drown along with the rest of your academic kids. Through out of the house. Through into a dumpster. I love it. I love it. Um, 
<laughs> to quote Malcolm X, uh, women like it when you rough them about a bit. <laughs> he basically them. said that. If he you thought that today's that. podcast episode was one you could relax, maybe like <laughs> listen to, chill, you know, fall asleep to, you'd be very mistaken. You'd yeah. be very wrong. Today's should, one is for the thinkers only. The you thinking. should read They're Malcolm go. X's autobiography. Okay, the reading list of today's have episode. Done. Malcolm X's Oh, let's have a reading list. Like references. Like reading Okay, I think that an important piece of reading for anybody who struggles with mental health is um like yeah yeah we're, we're getting into this today because i think it's important too is the bell jar by sylvia Plath. i <laughs> yeah. think it's like important to, to understand i read that and i loved it and then Same. recently i, I saw i saw a post that said it was like racist or like she says yeah it's racist. Racist. She, she says that she looks in the mirror and she's like oh like i like and this is like quoting but like like i look like chinese was like, like oh my god yeah, no that doesn't oh, like, what a crazy girl i know she I know. was Non yeah. well, it is derogatory, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. It's, I'm not saying she's mentally ill, and that's bad. I'm saying but she's she racist. Was, she's mentally yeah. ill, and she's also bad. Yeah, you can be both. Yeah, point point okay. case, case in point. I don't actually think. I think all mentally ill people are, p- people are really cool. <laughs> mentally ill. Wait, what, what was the end of that sentence? Are really cool. Yeah, me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've got off on the wrong foot. Anyway, let's bring it back. Yeah. Should we start with some smoosh? What smoosh? That's like the friendships, romances, that kind of stuff from uni. Generally oh. the positive, but... Don't get me started. I've got a couple Aww. different sitting to my immediate left. Yeah. Aww. Everyone look to your left. I'm in love with this wall right Everybody next to me. Everybody look to the left. Everybody look to the right. Can you feel that? Okay. <laughs> the real question is... Is that a Anybody watch Pitch Perfect? Um, like, yeah. how many? That might be the, my um, soft spot. I was in the Aldi middle. Actually, this is this is my like smoosh. I was in the Aldi middle aisle the other day, and I saw a two-sided jigsaw puzzle of the movie Pitch Perfect. I was like, oh I didn't realize this franchise was still like relevant enough to. I mean, I guess it was the Aldi middle aisle, but you know, yeah. still, I love that movie is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what do you guys think? What's smooshy? What's been smooshy for you guys? Um. Well, I think i made i was lucky i've been lucky to make a few very good friends and just generally know quite a lot of quite cool people but the -hmm. close friends i have i'm quite lucky like we really connect and like because in my first year so i did a year of medicine so in our first year do you not know this i did a year of medicine (laughs) and then i was like that's why i'm in the year below so but we okay. came in the same year. So, and I did a year of medicine. Oh and while I did that year, like, I just wasn't doing I just didn't like it. I wasn't doing well. And I was in um a hall, a John Burnett Hall. Shout out to John Burnett Hall. And that hall was a really nice hall. And I loved a lot of the people. Like, I loved the the wider community. And I, lo- mm. I loved my friends. Like, But, like, with the friend group I was in, I didn't really feel that I fit in with them that mm-hmm. well. Like, I, le- like I, th- I think they're nice. I think they're all nice people. And I think they kind of... Like, there was this... But, you know, they were still my friends, you know. And, like, there was kind of the situation where, you know, maybe we'll talk about that later. But, like, I basically ended up entering second year and being like, I don't really have any friends. And, like, um, well, my second to first year. And then I was... I just randomly met, like, you know, they were... Roberto and Chin were, like, my academic brothers. And then Lily, I already knew. But Lily, we... because Basically because of them because of Roberto and Chit, we just all became really good friends. And then from there, I, like, met Oliver, and I met Paige, and I met all these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you, and, like, you know. So, like, so, like, um, 
Yeah, so I think my friendships and uni have been very positive. Positive. Yeah, and like yeah. long. Yeah, you guys have been friends for a really long time. Well, quite a while. Well, yeah, a couple or of like years. Like a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, it's you know, but that's still yeah. it's long for our age. Like it's yeah. long for yeah, our I think age. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers to that. That's awesome. But relationships. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, one thing yeah. I've been really into lately is, like, putting effort into seeing my friends and not just isolating myself in my room like a little worm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really bad at, like, not, yeah. um, like, having people I consider really, like, close to me and dear to me and who I enjoy spending time with in my life, but not really, like, putting effort into contact with them mm. and being like, hey, <laughs> like, let's hang out. So, yeah. being deliberate about that, um, yeah. it's a good thing to me. Who'd have thought? Like, it's it's cool to, to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, I just, I want to say, though, like, I think mm-hmm. with me, like, maybe Roberto and Chen, mm-hmm. I think, like, we kind of have a thing where even if we didn't talk for a bit, like, a week, yeah, it'd be like, hey, and we'd be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, like, you could go, like, right back to the same that's thing. Fine. But, um, but I, I get you. Yeah. You think that's been a positive or, like, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think so, definitely, because I think I have a bit of, um, you know, it's not like it's a, a bad tendency or anything, but a tendency to just kind of, um, chill for extended periods of time without really like checking in on my friends or mm. checking in on my own need for social interactions yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bearing that in mind like um <clears throat> case in point like a, a couple of weeks ago i was like oh like i feel like fucking shit what's happening oh i haven't like spoken to anybody in like a week oh yeah. like, oh my god did that yeah. happen <laughs> yeah a while ago when i was like walking around the house at doing i'm like oh i have all these assignments i haven't done oh like, that that week wasn't great yeah yeah, yeah. but you yeah, know definitely it's, it's yeah cycles uni student things it just yeah yeah mm-hmm. it moves it moves in waves yeah yeah that's a great point mm-hmm. um cool do you guys have other smooshies that was those are quick ones. well like smooshies? so so a smoosh is a it just little... relationships or is it like it's it... like yeah or just like it's mainly relationships like but it can be you can interpret it how you want to but it has to be like positive i because the next bit is slop yeah. which is like the negative girl which I assume it seems like, like you have a, you have a uh, Well, what I will say is, I think in uni, I've had the opportunity to know many, many wonderful women. Mm. Mm. Um, a couple of them listening to the podcast right now. Maybe intim- you don't even know them yet. Intimately. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I think I really liked in uni experimenting with my sexuality and like realizing I was in fact gay, homosexual. Comes out on the pod. This is so exciting. No, I've come out before, girl. Be a public coming out. To oh, the true. World. This is kind of this my is public like, coming to, out. to the world this stage. Is, yeah. yeah. Um. But but that was really it's good. Be in the tabloids tomorrow. because you know, and I think I'm actually at a place now where I'm kind of all right because for a couple for like a year, year and a half, two years, I was quite I was in a lot of turmoil about it. I don't know, like mm. I was just very like. But now I feel very good about it. I feel quite sure. I'm dead. I'm very sure of my attraction to women. Like I'm, you know, and I'm not yes. ashamed of it or anything mm. like that. Or, <laughs> We've won you know. Eleanor over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And I've just, I've just generally, oh, I love working in the union. Yeah. I really like everybody there. You want to meet our Hopefully. girly. Yeah, meet and greets every, every Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. She'll I, pour yeah. you a Pablo. Mm-hmm. I'll pour you a Pablo or I'll pour you a paint. Yeah. I'll give you a smile and a, and I'll. And a piece and of a, And a, a, <laughs> a, a drink for the night. Ah, oh, there yeah. we go. Ooh. For the night. Um, but Eminem like, I really like working there. It's a nice place to work. I like all the people I work with, mm-hmm. or well, most of them. Joke, I like you all. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I've, you know, I I think just generally, like we we are all kind of part of the same wider. Yeah. So I think we all have had a nice, really cool. There's a lot of really cool people that we like know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also jazz. Love jazz. Love jazz. Yeah. Shout out jazz, jazz works. Yeah. 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 
so that's just kind of it. What about you? What about you, Lily? Um, what about you, Marion? Or do you know it? Is it not? I forgot. I mean, that's been a theme on the pod. Is just like Saint Andrews. Like when you find them, has just like really interesting and very genuine, like loving people. Yeah, yeah. like tap into that world. Yeah, and also like not to be that person, but honestly, like I've met, I've made friends. Like I like my, one of my friends is from India. One of my friends, like just like yeah. it's a very diverse. One of my friends like is like a. Oh, were you, tra- song- were you trying to talk on the podcast? You haven't heard, you heard that song. It, oh, it, kind of, it kind of has, you know, beautiful things to say when you think about it, about, like, the fact that love can be... It really transcends, like, country barriers. <gasps> Wait, I'm going to open my... It can be very open my, my toffee apple cider. Toffee apple With cider. With a can opener. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Do a clink? That wasn't a very good I should have got another Cheers. drink, but I didn't. Um... Yeah, Cheers. but like yeah, making friends internationally is cool. Oh, this is delicious. Is it good? Can I have a little? Have a little sip. Cookie? Oh my god, it's so food. good. Should we do a drink drinks haul? Um, oh, that's nice. That's literally tastes like. Do you want to try it? Yeah, yeah, thank you. It tastes like toffee apple in a bottle. Even I'm advertising. Yeah. Oh my god, why is that candy? It's literally like sweeties. That is good. Sweeties. It's mm. literally like sweeties. Try it. It's the <laughs> new, that's what you drink. say. That's what you say in a lot of schools. You don't say like you say like sweeties. I called it candy the other day and I was like, who am I? I had yeah. an identity crisis. Like, candy? I didn't even say that. Because um, oh, I went to spa and I got those cinnamon sweets, you know, the ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I just, like, sent a message to my friend, whatever, like, oh, I just bought a bunch of candies. What? Didn't even think Oh, but you it. pluralized like, it. Yeah, but, but saying the word candy as well, that's something that shouldn't come naturally to me. And yet, and yet it did. You live with American for one year. I know, and you, you end up saying the word like candies. Yeah. yeah. Thank but, you. like, for real, just knowing all these different types of people and, like, mm-hmm. you know, even, like, one of my closest friends, like, I don't know, is, like, his white American guy. Ollie? Yeah, Oliver. Yeah. Important um, piece of, and I love of diversity, him. you know, you can have one. Like, yeah, you can yeah. have one. <laughs> no, it's just, she's pushing it. You know, I just, I just appreciate being able to meet many different types of people. Mm. And, and and it doesn't, not not even, like, oh, what country or what, just different types of people. Yeah, yeah I definitely. Think, um, people you wouldn't meet otherwise. Also, the town of St. Andrews. Yeah. yeah. Nature. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, like, I, I was kind of, like, realizing the other day, like, I am so, like, connected to this town. Like, yeah. I, you know, mm. like. Yeah, I've kind of been thinking lately, like like an old old guy who's like leaning on a on, on a walking stick, but has become wise and like is at peace with the fact that he's on his way out of the world. You know, I, that's kind of the way I look around St Andrews now. I walk down the street and I see people who were like born in two thousand and four in oh, their yeah. first year, and I'm like, oh, I was you once. I've Can had my day. Now you, you go do what I never could. Yeah. <laughs> Take on this town. Without there's people. The there's, there's freshers. So wait, there's freshers at this uni who will be like five years younger than you. Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like insane. a long, that's, that's a insane. long fucking time, you know, that's the difference between, That's like, the difference between me and my older Between sister. being 13 and being 18, that's mm-hmm. like, yeah. right? and that's the difference between, you know, so that's it's humbling, sure. you know, yeah. realizing yeah. that you're um, a hag. Yeah. Um, wait, what, what, what was the topic? Oh, it's smoosh. Yeah. But do we want, are you, do you feel good? Do you I want feel, to say? Yeah, I feel good. A, a smoosh, wait, a smoosh is like relationship yeah. or friend thing. That's like been positive and like um, happy. That's made your heart smile, as I like to say. This is kind of the opposite of that. It's kind of like a negative, but it's just what arrived to me at the moment. <laughs> so, like, I've been through phases. No, I mean, I, mean, I, guess, I guess it, I guess it, we like, yeah, the phase yeah, like okay. being like, oh, yes, I'm at the end of my life at uni. So, at the beginning of my life at uni, like, I found like um, a shortcut, well, not a shortcut necessarily, what I perceived as a shortcut at that time to like friendships or relationships, like intimacy in general, <laughs> with just like drinking like nine beers and then oversharing massively. 
and <laughs> just like being like oh so this is like mm. a shit thing that's happened to me this time like nobody wants to hear that. especially somebody you've just met like a first day at uni of, people are trying to people do that in yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody's just oversharing yeah, yeah. So it's like, like do you think it's because you don't have it or like yeah you don't have any outlets yeah so like i need to i think it's yeah i think it's because you come to uni and you're like i am oh my god like i have to be my own person like i'm not at school and i don't there's nobody who knows me here mm. so i have to actually like be a person like yeah and then you're like oh, blah, 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 blah. and yeah. especially if you yeah. are somebody who's had some kind of trauma that mm-hmm. you're still dre- dealing with or mm-hmm. like things that and it's know. kind of the first place in your life yeah you can, like talk about that to people yeah, who, yeah. that's mm-hmm. true and, like, and you're all through it. yeah and you're also like also first years are all very self-centered not in, like a bad way it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, like they're, they're like ah how yeah. do I, make, I need to make friends the combined insecurity of that and not yeah. really knowing how to make friends mm-hmm. in like an actual you know in a way that's not just like, oh, we're in school, so we have yeah. to see each other yeah. every day, so we're, we're gonna like end up getting day. attached at some point, whether we'd like to or not. Yeah, definitely. You know, going to uni and and not having that. Yeah, guilty as charged. I did a little bit of going to the union, Pablo or two, um, saying things I shouldn't have in order to try and create the sense of intimacy. And now I like to think that I've gotten a bit more mature mm-hmm. about that, a little bit more. Like, okay, so let's. And I, I feel like this yeah, is pretty same. basic stuff. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah. yeah. Did you find like? Would it be like you felt that intimacy, but then you wouldn't have it with the same person the next day? Or, like, you wouldn't talk again? Or, like, you'd forget what you'd said? Or, like, what was kind of, like, the... More of it just being, like, oh, that was embarrassing. And, like, to this day, sometimes walking past people who I, like, maybe met in first year and being, like, fuck, well... I mean, like, the, mm. like almost definitely wouldn't remember it, but just being, like, ah, yeah, that's a nice little reminder that I was a fucking fool a few years ago. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's cool, you know, I, you know, like I said, everybody's kind of been there. But yeah, I mean, that's I... the first thing that... I kind of what yeah. used to do that in that like when I get super drunk I can like love bomb people and I think mm. it's but it's like the same goal of like trying to connect yeah but it's like it's but for, not, for like giving somebody so much yeah like so like, be yeah. like oh I need to like express myself and, like yeah. mm. I want to like connect with you but mm-hmm. it's a it's like a little misplaced or it's like what's yeah. going on there yeah. yeah I think I think I do that but by trying to be like funny and wacky but I kind of do that in my life <laughs> oh me yeah <laughs> like yeah. I can't like I can't I, I find myself joke bombing especially yeah. joke bombing <laughs> you and Jazz works like a couple weeks ago <laughs> joke bombing yeah but the thing is is like sometimes I'm like right and then I'll just say things and people will just like laugh and I'll be yeah. like fuck that's, but that's, maybe that's something else we can get into. Mm. What, just being perceived as some jester, some fool? Yeah. Some oh, is that a feeling? This, like is, a, this is a problem that I've had in my life. Like, I always was like, why? I f- and it's kind of to do with, like, um, like, being perceived as kind of masculine or, like, when I didn't really feel that way. It's kind of all tied into that. But, like, I always, people were always like to me, you're really funny, like, or you're really funny. Mm-hmm. But I think because of that, it's like people kind of, I was like, people, I feel like people don't really see me as like a person. And mm-hmm. I think in university, I definitely feel that way sometimes, like m- more in a way than I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I am like, I feel, I, f- I think I've, I have felt that like my wider, like the group of the circles of people I know, the wider circles, are sort of like, oh, that's it. Oh, Eleanor, oh, we, like, love her. She's so, like, wacky. And I'm like... I'm like, oh, Eleanor, say something funny kind of thing? Not, not even, like, it's not, you know, it's more just, like, they just see me this way, and I feel that there's almost, like, a, aww, like, Eleanor's wacky. Like, so, it, so it makes it hard to, like, get close to those people or to mm. actually be, like, I want to be friends with you, like, yeah. right? But <laughs> it's okay. It's not like a... You know, I, I sometimes and I think that is what puts people off it's not so much it's like Eleanor is kind of joking around like 
And that is a bit, like, eye roll sometimes, maybe. But, it's, you know, it's not... Because mm-hmm. yeah. you've also mentioned, like, feeling jokey a lot. Or kind but of just, I, like, I, I like your relationship to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think if everybody was capable of being this funny, they would also use it as a shield. But yeah. Because not everybody is, so. Yeah, we are pretty funny people. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, well, I got nothing. I got my humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got the shirt on my back and... Uh, and the jokes and it, out my mouth. Oh, the jokes out my Mac. <laughs> Writes them on my MacBook. Out your Mac? Yeah. <laughs> I've got like a mouthful of Chris. Because um, I was going to say like, yeah, it's like all connected to like, yeah, saying you sometimes feel perceived to be quite masculine and mm-hmm. like, yeah, I feel like you don't have a full range of like expression that's like perceived by other people yeah and i think it can be quite frustrating like i had this experience all my life where like because i was loud and Mm -hmm. like well not loud i wasn't even like really loud i just was like outspoken and i would put my hand up a lot and i would like say jokes and i think it's like inherently femininity quote unquote Mm -hmm. there's dainty quiet Mm -hmm. like Right? Like, or, well, not inherently, but it's, like, that is very associated with femininity. So, you know, and I think, and I think I just generally have a problem where it's, like, I used to, I I still feel this way sometimes, but I used to really feel, like, I'm not really perceived as one of the boys. Like, I'm kind of left out from boys because they're, like, Mm -hmm. you're a girl. But other girls sort of seem to see me as this, like, kind of protector, kind of Mm. boy-esque. And I was, I think that's something that yeah, you said, like, yeah. filling the role of the boyfriend and well, stuff. Well, that's kind of a different <laughs> thing, like, but, you know, but I just think people generally perceive me as quite masculine or gay, you know, like, you know, like, which which is inherent, like, a masculine woman, you know. Yeah. Mm. So, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a masculine woman. It's just, that's not really who I, who I am, yeah. I feel, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Society loves to pigeonhole, you know. Yeah. Really does. I got I got a game from um like a board game from the charity oh, yeah. shop today. Oh fuck! No, I'm forgetting what it's actually called. I think it's just called like male or female or something. Oh, it's, it's like, like a yeah. game um, about like gender yeah. roles. Yeah, she got it as a bitch. I got like, it as a bit, but it's kind of true. I'm just kind of like, I can't wait to play. Pigeonhole. And the, the whole point of this game, listener, is that there are these cards and they say different statements on it. So for example, it's like um, women uh, are bad drivers. Yeah, women are bad drivers, or it's like uh men like men like beer and the football yeah men will go watch the batman instead of going to therapy i don't know and then it's just like do you do you agree with this or not and and you have to like yeah play different cards but it's it it kind of makes you think it's like damn societal gender roles are really ingrained i think i'm the first person to make the observation actually and you and you heard it here first yeah you heard it like first soft spot listeners and like um and sometimes something i've been thinking about lately as well is like so my face I think I have a face that has some, like, masculine uh, features, and I have quite a deep voice. And I've often thought, like, if my face was just really inherently feminine, like, Mm. typically, and I had a high-pitched voice, people just would perceive me differently. Yeah, And maybe my identity would have been formed differently. Oh, yeah, it's like... Like obviously, which like is our appearance insane. So if yeah. you think about it, it's yeah. insane. Even though you dress like pretty femininely, I used to be a kind of more androgynous. Like I kind of you know yeah, like last summer I was very quite androgynous, mm-hmm. but like and I still kind of am a bit. I like to be a bit, you know. And I often find that I quite like 
if I'm sometimes if I'm in a relationship, that's like a whole other story, right? But sometimes when I've been in relationships or things with certain women, I find myself like being a bit like, oh, I kind of want to be more masculine, you know? Yeah. You know? But you know, because I was gonna say, Lily, like I think I know you kind of had like androgynous phases in mm-hmm. high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, but I think it's very interesting. I don't really think you are perceived this way. But no, I think that's I because think... you dress and maybe some could argue look more feminine than me in some ways. You think I look feminine? Well, I think you all, but I think you definitely dress it kind of more fem- I love to wear a long skirt. This is a, yeah. a crux of living in St. Andrews is that 80% of my wardrobe is these long flowy skirts. It's just mm-hmm. what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's very windy here a lot of the time. I find myself and Marilyn Monroe. And, yeah. And it, it's, um, and I, and it makes I me feel, slide it makes underneath me feel sad, little, but a little bit wow. turned on. Well. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, I don't know. Do you, like, have you experienced... What, being, being like, being pigeonholed kind of, for gender in any context? Um, well, sure, of course. Of course yeah, I mean, or, like, being, like, made, like, oh, you have to be, like, this way or that way. Like, honestly, sure. um, not as much in my life. It's re- really mm. interesting hearing you talk about it, actually, because that's, I don't know, something I guess I take for granted is, is not affecting mm-hmm. me as much in ways that I realise. Like, probably, yeah, sure. you know, everybody sure. has unconscious biases, but... No, like, I think yeah. your experiences were much more, like... like also, I'm, like, very straight. Said, yeah. It's, like, I feel that your experiences in, like, past relationships or whatever mm-hmm. have been much more like put into a very feminine role mm-hmm. by so people you don't feel like or by a guy you don't feel like yeah, you I can guess, express yeah. like other sides of yourself as much or like did you feel that way um, I, I guess like because you've definitely t- said to me before like oh that's like, a thinker you know, actually yeah yeah i um, think i made yeah. it um made, made being like a feminine role that's quite like I, I guess you could make an argument for being like in every relationship where sure. it's like a guy and a girl whatever like you're always going to force each other into those roles sure 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 so I, I think I think <laughs> I think it's like you know I know you've talked about before being in relationships with men and not feeling like you're allowed to express masculine feelings yeah be like a, a little bit more like no yeah. not like dominant necessarily but but just show like a bit of like um like I don't know I, I feel like I have like a, a masculine energy sometimes yeah, I think you do as well. That, yeah. I think you do as well. But I think, do you, you I, think you know, I do? I think every... I should think I do. What do you I think of masculine? I'm going to have like... I just think you're you're obviously like visually very feminine and you are... Like, the way you sort of move and stuff is quite feminine. I think it's feminine. But I think... Maybe? Yeah. Mm. But I think you do... You know, everybody has feminine and masculine. I think mm. there is like... Like... A bit of a... Like, like the way you are with like me sometimes. Yeah. Even if it's jokey, it's like no, kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah, a bit that. protective or a bit in this way. I mean, this is very binary, like masculine feminine. Yeah. But like these things are real. Like they do kind of yeah, exist. Yeah, it's true. So, like, I, I can't even know. like... I've been, I've been like <laughs> struggling around to try and think of ways to even phrase it. But I think it is just like a masculine energy. Like at mm-hmm. least by, you know, the very like heteropatriarchal gender binary ways of like saying like a masculine energy or whatever but yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah sometimes I just kind of feel that and it is cool being Same. able to express that yeah like, like I'm, I'm a masculine yeah. type of side like I don't know yeah definitely sometimes like and this is a thing throughout my whole life since like school and stuff sometimes I feel ill at ease with groups of women which mm. is like same yeah I think all you, you women feel, like, feel that you feel ill at ease in in your uh, like femininity or masculinity, like within the context of other women. 
Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I feel like... Do you and feel yeah, like, like you were saying, I, th- I think all women do experience this at some stage, but just, like, being with a group of women and being, like, oh, like... I'm being a bit uncomfortable. Like, like, but, 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 like, uncomfortable, but also jealous in a way, because it's like, mm, I'm not one of you. Please yeah. accept me into you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you feel like it's, I'm like, not... someone has to assume the most feminine position, or, like... Um, I think there's just relationships with other women can often be... Now, this is not always true. This is not true most of the time. But I think there can be elements of different things so it's i really i want so that de- at least for me it's like i so desperately want to be a part of this like i mm. want to be with these yeah, women yeah. i want to be close to them and i want to like share time with them i want to get an oat milk latte and listen to phoebe Bridges yeah. and mm. just you know be with my then there's I think the queerness feeling, comes into it a lot. then there's the feelings of how am i going to fit in like da, da, da. Yeah. i'm i'm this and this mm-hmm. and this like that then there's like slight sometimes slight like I'm. I need to prove that I'm better than these women or something. Like I don't Ooh. know. Yeah. I like I don't sometimes. really feel that way. I don't actually think that. Yeah. But there's like a vague, like, competition. But not yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Not really. But it's like a it's like. An but it's just, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I used to find it a like a way more in high school. Less so yeah. now. But yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Um, also because, yeah. and I, I think this is just a, another side of the the toxicity of gender roles is like um, guys uh, asked, like. You can hang out with a group of guy friends, for example, and mm-hmm. really like hang out with them for like over a year. Be like a re- really close with a group of guy friends, and never really talk about like how you're doing, how your family is, mm. like how you're reacting to the stresses of of school life, whatever. Whereas, um, I think probably because from a younger age, women always have this thing pressed onto you. It's like, oh, like, like you're, you're empathetic, yeah. like you care, you care about this. So, like, so for example, if there's stuff you don't want to talk about particularly, it's easier to to do that with mm-hmm. groups of people who are societally conditioned to ask less of you. Definitely. Um definitely and i think like i think there's also just kind of like there's just like a sort of weird removal it's like a removal but simultaneous strong identity of with like being a woman and other women so it's like it's like because because of the way you're sort of encouraged to look at women i think right Mm -hmm. but you're like but i in your head you're like i am a person i'm a real person yeah but you're also a woman so yeah. it's almost like this weird dichotomy yeah, of like, mm-hmm. you know, but oh, I mean, this is very, you know, I don't mm-hmm. really think about this or feel this when mm-hmm. I'm with women. It's just yeah. like subtle no, things, neither, yeah. overarching things. I used to more in, in, yeah, like, like you said, like in high school, but I think that's also because the mean girls in primary school broke my hairband and took my lunch money. Oh, so they, they were really? scared. Yeah, and not, not the lunch money. We didn't have lunch money. I was more of a packed lunch girly, actually. They broke your head. Mm-hmm. There was this girl called Jessica who, like, I, like, idolized her every day for her packed lunch. She would have, like, a handful of little cherry tomatoes and a chicken leg. And Aww. I thought that was, like, the most chic, like, impossibly chic, like, coolest thing I'd ever fucking seen in my life. And I was like, I'm obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. And then um, her friend stole my hairband and broke it. And I think that's why um, I struggle so much with gender roles. Kind of, though. I don't even like, with it. Yeah. But it is, like, setting up a competition or like a hierarchy yeah. among women you know or like that's one of yeah. those things yeah. that enforces it yeah. from a young age somebody's gonna have the chicken leg and the cherry tomatoes and somebody's gotta have yeah. the day-old beans and rice though you know that's just yeah the beans and rice are good though mm. and like i don't know for me like not to be like tmi but for me like it was even more complex because i grew up with like a single father yeah my mother was like never around basically and i think i think i often feel like like, when I find... I Because sh- I, I often feel like I connect much more easily with men than women in, in a lot, most, of, most of the time. Mm. And it's funny because I think... you Like, for example, Lily also feels like that. Yeah. Lily's mother didn't leave her... You know, like... Mm. But 
But I think what happens is, is I panic because when I have these feelings, I'm like, it's because it's because of my mother. Like, but mm. it might not be. Like, it's just yeah, or it might be a bit. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think I think I just get so. But but then it's like, well, the overall effect of this is I'm a bit more anxious around women, or I'm a bit more like I want to please them. Like I. Ugh, yeah, right? so I always feel like I'm not enough for groups yeah, of women. I feel like really? it's another thing with how men are socialized. Like you don't have to feel like you're not enough because they're just like stupid men. But yeah. like, why do I not? Exactly, exactly. Oh. And it's like I want so badly to have more friends who are women because like, same. Any girlies listening to the friend. pod, please audition <gasps> by um. Wait, us. email. Here's the email: ejp25 <laughs> at Saint dash andrews dot ac dot uk yeah what we're looking for is um a thousand words but you can go 20 percent above or below on why you would be a good friend for us like your Mm -hmm. spotify top five most listened artist of the last year no 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 because um, um, no give us give us a song as also a song right um a a face like a face shot like a profile shot but also a full body shot with a body shot if you have any special special traits special talent oh yeah requirement dietary requirements if you're a vegan that's an automatic yes through to the second round of selection Um, yeah there will be an interview yeah we'll there'll be an interview at some stage you might yeah. have to sing a song you might have to do some like little tricks and, um, and obstacles. how, how good a ventriloquist are you like you good at um, mm. projecting your voice because uh, that could be cool yeah we could use yeah. that but um but that's something i don't know like i often i'm like i just want more women friends so if you want to be my friend don't be me and lily's friend or marrying wait so what did you feel at a thing such as a brunch with other women mm. i loved it i really enjoyed it listener we had brunch this morning it was nice i really it nice. enjoyed it shout out to lily for putting that brunch together oh thank you i feel like that's a strong word you know yeah. like, all of the girlies brought a little piece i came an hour late yeah, yeah Eleanor so. was exactly 50 minutes Elle, late um comes in through the kitchen door an hour late wearing with a the, cost cutter bag. wearing like these these brown like heels a corduroy flared trouser a, a fur coat and sunglasses and listener i couldn't even be yeah, mad it got quiet yeah mm-hmm. two spotlights descended on either of them and yeah guys and, and then i went yeah the band started Don't go to play. Don't break in my heart. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. <laughs> oh, honey, when I get restless, baby, you're not that kind. <laughs> Ooh, nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. When I was down, I was your club. I I was I was in an acapella group in the first year. That's beautiful. That harmony um, was incredible. I missed those girls. Honestly, it was great. I think what I need in my wasn't life is like a group. I was in an acapella group in first wasn't year. Was my ex in that one? Wait, you had an ex in an acapella group? Uh, we'll, listen. We'll get onto my ex. Are we getting well? So we anyway, <laughs> that's gonna be such a long story because I had three crazy exes and then a oh couple of situations. I had yeah. three. Wait, do you have a situation? Exes. Okay, that was mean. They weren't crazy. <laughs> Well, one of them sounded a little crazy. Well, I'll do, I'll do, I'll sell. So I used to do group singing a lot in my first year of yeah. university. And what it really made me think of is the fact that I love to have, like, groups where you, like, depend on each other and have to see each other on a weekly basis. Like, I was saying yeah. earlier about not being good at staying in touch with people. You know, when it's a case of, like, oh, I have to show up to Union Society Room C every week or this group will flop in regionals. Like, that's just what I need to... Yeah. yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little tense. It's a little bit funny. It's a little bit funny. This is the musical episode of the podcast. Every every season of anything needs one. It's not, not one, one of those who can easily hide. <laughs> Don't have much money. I relate to that lyric. 
Boy, if I did. I love Elton John. Yeah, yeah, you do. I watched a concert of his on TV. It was like an old recording. And he was going so crazy. He was on drugs. It was yeah. just funny. Yeah, every was, so like, often you see a video of Elton John after you see Rocket Man and you're like, damn, I know the real story I now. It's kind of yeah, that's so true. I love the movie Rocket Man. It's really I loved good. it. I saw it like I really four times it. for some reason. It's because it's good. Yeah, it's a hit movie. You know, you know, like Elton John, like when he was a little boy with the piano. That was like my uh, dad with the piano. Really? Wait, just, really? He was. He watched it and he was like, "This is exactly how I used to feel." And this is like the bit where he was he's, like a prodigy. The bit where he's in his bedroom at night and he's conducting the imaginary yeah. orchestra. My dad was like, "I used to do that exact same thing." Oh, that's, that's so sweet. And he could vision. He can see. He could hear all the instruments and see all oh of the. Oh my god! My dad was like a music, like a yeah. piano virtuoso. Like, he was incredible. Yeah. He could he could just play like from a very yeah. young age, like 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 when he was like he like Elton John, when he's a little toddler. That yeah, was like yeah, my yeah. dad. Oh my god! I love my so dad. Cool. Shout, <laughs> shout out to my dad. <laughs> yeah. I talk about my dad too much. I suppose. Uh... I relate to that. Yeah, oh, she Miss Liliana. I mean, Liliana. New stage show. name, Liliana. Um, yeah, yeah, rep it, um, use it. Use no, it I was going to say, be, being a virtuoso comes easily to me because just like your dad was a virtuoso with, with the piano, that's how I am with uh, drinking a fine glass of beer. I think I do it right. That's how I am with the sensual <laughs> curves of a woman's flesh. I was about to say something like that, and I was like, oh. I'm better not. Well, I took one for the team. We're discussing yeah. whether or not Elle is hypersexual, and I think we have our answer. <laughs> I don't think she is. I, I kind of am, I'm kind of not. Okay. I think I'm in between, so yeah. normal. But you do it ironically, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but then, like me, like my friends, we all joke about sex all the time. I think the yeah, sexuality is actually really cool. I think the more people should... <laughs> will make my life easier for one. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kidding. Hey, I'm not hypersexual until I see a lady in a I don't know, like, you know in a pair of heels. You know, like yeah. I don't know, something yeah. like some arbitrary. Yeah. Like, really making a case for lesbians are not yeah. creepy jokes. You're gonna... do, do, do you find that that like stereotype affects you a lot of of like predatory Sometimes. lesbians? Okay, yeah. that was something that came yeah, up on the true. last podcast episode was like oh. if you tell your lady friend who may or may not be queer that you're into them, are they gonna think you're like predator or like you've been like what you know what I mean? I think like it's an, it's oh, Yeah, I think I think it does kind of like it's not I haven't really had that experience because usually the women I date I like know that they are gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it just doesn't happen like that or yeah. I, I don't really have any like straight women friends <laughs> so but like um but i definitely think things like i'll like i'll look at a woman and i'll think oh she's attractive mm-hmm. and i'll feel like oh that's weird and then i'll be like, <laughs> Which is, like hmm. i feel just like the like, judge in sweeney todd literally it's like yeah. i feel just like uh the guy in um in the hunchback of notre dame literally like kind of a bit but kind of mm, not a bit no. it's just kind of like kind of not a bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, hell fire yeah i think that's really poetic about it where instead of uh, catholicism it's about being like yeah. a, a bisexual yeah like yeah. a bisexual uni student who's yeah. only dated men like oh, <laughs> oh i didn't know oh, you can relate <laughs> to that huh? I, I think that would be cool yeah in you fact i can that, huh? uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding I mean, I do. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed yeah, of who no, I'm I am. Joking, I'm, joking, I'm, I'm proud. But you have, you have had. <laughs> My sex people have suffered. Yeah, that's what I yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, it is like. Do you find, or have you found that that sort of like shame 
has been a challenge for you in terms of like embracing your sexuality or yes. even like realizing that you were queer. Yes. Being like, oh, this is like wrong somehow. Yes. I think I always was like, I was lucky I was brought up in it. I never like directly thought being gay is wrong. Mm-hmm. It is morally wrong or it's wrong cosmically. Excuse me. Lovely. <laughs> That's going to be our opener God, sound, yeah. Yeah. our closing sound. Oh, yes. Sound good. Um, Please play it yes. But I think what happened was, is I was like, I'm bisexual for many, many years. When I was a teenager, I was like, I'm bisexual, I'm bisexual. And I got mm-hmm. to uni, only ever really had crushes on girls. Mm-hmm. Like, any guy I liked, it was, I think he likes me. Oh, mm. he's kind of stereotypically attractive. And this means something about like, and this means I it means this means like I like him like he yeah that's like a yeah like and, like, this is, yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah. lot of straight women feel that a lot of, definitely. Right? So and then I got to uni and I was like okay and then I was like okay I think I'm actually gay I think I'm actually gay and I and I had experiences with gay relationships mm-hmm. and then that kind of woke me up to a whole new thing. And then I realized, okay, I think I'm a lesbian. Like, I think I am gay or basically gay. Like, I don't think I'm attracted to that, to many men at all. And I really went into this, like, oh, my God. Like, I feel ashamed. Like, and it's not just ashamed. It's like, it's like my life will just be worse if I'm with a woman. And, like, I just wish things weren't this way. Like, I just hate this. Like, I like I hate that that I know that my life will just be worse because of this, probably. And, like, I hate that this is the way it is. I hate that I am living this life. I wish I could live a different life. Um, You know, I mean, that sounds really extreme. Like, it was not that. But that was basically what I was feeling sometimes. Like, just really in conflict. But really, what a lot of that, what it's coming from is basically, like, I can't accept that I'm gay. I can't accept. Like, you can't integrate it into the idea you had of yourself? or Like, like I just couldn't. I was struggling to accept that I was gay. Mm-hmm. Like, which, if you think about it, is the very definition of being ashamed of being gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is coming from, like, I'm a freak. I'm going to be considered a freak. Because if it was normal, you'd be like, it's just another, like, it's just... And, like, overall, whatever. I am lucky. Like, it is kind of like that kind of in my life. But yeah. But, but even, it's still know, Specifically being a gay woman as well. It's like, I was talking to a gay guy recently, and I said, this thing about being a gay woman specifically is nobody takes you seriously. Because they're like, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, women's sexuality isn't real like, how, like you know or it's women, like oh it's cool that like um this is such a classic thing but they were such close friends or like oh she's yeah. a special friend right sure like, or like yeah. even that like gay sure. sex isn't real sex that yeah kind of thing. Or, lesb- or like lesbian yeah, sex specifically, specifically lesbian sex and then and i was talking to this gay guy and he went well kind of the opposite problem for gay men we're like taken too seriously mm-hmm. like we are penalized and criminalized yeah. and like we Thrown are like hunted and like and like, whereas gay women, they they haven't really had that experience, but their experience is much more. You're you're not really gay. You're not really yeah. gay. You just haven't found the right men. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nobody literally. says that to gay men, I'll or people you. do say that I'll to gay men, you. but you know, it's like, it's not the same. They don't. They take gays, gay men more seriously, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the way because, men are yeah. perceived and. But well, it's bad <laughs> overall. It's a very similar problem of nobody is seeing this for what it is, mm-hmm. and that's my piece. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. No, it's okay. It's like I'm. It's all right, you know. And do you think? I mean, you know. I has it gotten better? Do you feel like it's gotten? Better? Yeah, yeah. I think I just went through a whole a very a phase that was very like. Uh, but then I realized, you know, and then I was very like I'm a lesbian, and then I kind of went through this thing of like, bisexual people because all my friends were bisexual. Mm-hmm. They don't get it. They don't get it. I, yeah. Ugh! I need to make friends with more gay people, and I think on some level that is true. Like I think there's specific things with gay people that 
bisexual people will just never relate to. Just like there's yeah, specific things no that bisexual people, that gay people will, will never relate to. But um, I think that's true. I just think it is. Um, right? But then I would kind of realize, like, this is just such a stupid way to think. Like, this is, like, not oppression Olympics. And also... I am, like, a white, middle-class mm-hmm. Scottish mm-hmm. woman. Like, I, I am going to be fine. Like, mm-hmm. I will most likely not experience too much homophobia in my life. Like, it doesn't actually... I am lucky to be in a position where this doesn't have to, like, define me. So why should I even define it? Why should I even, you know... And, like, I'm still, like, I am gay. But, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. more loose about it. More free. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm actually good. Because Lily and I talked anyway. about, like... Yeah, if you're not experiencing the discrimination of the group, which is something like, like, yeah, it's a whole, can be kind of a mindfuck at times. Yeah. But But also, you you would, if you had a girlfriend, you probably would experience some, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. sometimes I'm, you know, so sometimes I, not that I don't feel comfortable with it, but sometimes I'm more happy with the idea of not using a label than being like, oh, I'm bisexual purely because of the fact I've, I've not been in a relationship with a woman i've not experienced mm. the stigma like for example yeah. like you know I, I joke about it a lot but you know as a bisexual woman who's only been in relationships with men like i wouldn't want to be like a spokesperson for lgbt because it's just not something i've experienced and in a way it's like maybe i should like step back from what that like mean? if these communities are for people like as a sanctuary as you know the rest of society doesn't understand this is like a group for people who've experienced this kind of thing i'm like Mm, maybe I should kind of like leave that yeah, and, and like you know leave the space for people who need it but you know yeah. as, as you said it's it's not like yeah and know. I also think like you know like I have not experienced that much homophobia yeah, so. like I've experienced the homophobia that we all experience like you and mm-hmm. me experienced like stupid kids when we were kids yeah. or like on yeah. the tv like somebody is a bit weird or makes a joke on tv yeah. or right so so I, I as a specific example, have not experienced that much homophobia, but I, th- I think it's the psychic damage, <laughs> yeah. literally, yeah. of yeah. these things. And like, like a really affect it can really experience affect of shame or like yeah, sure. Yeah, and I definitely. think by like you are you as a person from my perspective, like and also like just things you said before, like oh I had an androgynous period mm-hmm. in high school and yeah. oh like and like I you do you obviously do like women like you talk about women. Well, uh, I like at least two women in my life. I wonder if you can guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like you are obviously, you obviously do have like a experience of you know. Yeah. You know so I mean? ladies, if you listen, uh, what I said about headshots, not a joke. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like actually, I think even a bisexual person who only dates the opposite. Gender. Or has thus yeah, whatever kind of has only dated yeah. yeah, yeah. No. like like you know if no but even if they like yeah. are like I only date men yeah. and they're women that's fine yeah. but that the fact that they acknowledge I but I am also also attracted to women yeah. me- means something it's like yeah well, and it means you know and like I also think it's like maybe you just haven't like the star the thing the stars yeah. haven't aligned yet kind of yeah. you know what I mean it's like I also think there's a certain amount of pressure like this maybe this is just because I spent a dishonorable amount of time on Tumblr when I was like a teenager but it's like that the pressure as like being literally a kid being like 12 or 13 and the second you start feeling thing of uh-oh maybe I'm not like 100% heterosexual it's like label it come out yeah like, <laughs> like mm. but like join this community of people where, when it's like and then that's kind of like who you are and it's like oh cool yeah, but, I get you know that th- these things are very very fluid and change over time. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't and like even, even down to like you know hyper specific labeling. Yeah. Imagine if I was like I was like I'm coming out I'm vegan sexual I love vegans. I love yeah. vegans. Damn. Anyway, I have to hold myself back. Look to your right. Um, <laughs> can you feel it? Yeah. Yeah. Playing with uh, queerness. Queerness. Playing with queerness. Tonight. We're playing with queer theory. Eleanor's favorite word. Whenever okay, theory. I have no the disclaimer. I have no problem. I have no problem with other people saying it. Whatever. But whenever I say it, I just feel like cringe. But again, that's like shame. I feel like everybody's too cringe pilled. Wait, is this water? Yeah, I'm too cringe. That is water. Okay, look, I think that the internet has made us all too irony pilled and queer pilled. Why does everyone have these glasses? Because it's just a normal glass. It's like a. I like how big it is. You can fit. I was it makes my hands so feel, feel like there. petite and cute. You know when you yeah. hold the glass in two hands, you're like, God, I'm so fucking dainty right now. Like, yeah. Like, I, I can't stand myself, frankly. Like, Sippy sip. Ugh, it's yeah. hard being this, like, petite. Um, <laughs> what was I fucking saying? Um, no, it's gone. It's you gone. can be the Five boss, daddy. You can be Wait, the what, boss. Wait, what was I just uh, saying? Oh, like, red-pilled base. No, yeah, every, everybody is too... Irony pilled, cringe pilled, and nobody um wants to. Where's my be to have fun? Be a little stupid. Like, I've been, have a little try- interest, I've been trying like... to be more sincere, like especially in relationships. Yeah, and stuff. me too, actually. Yeah, I've yeah. been really Aww. trying to be more like, like specifically with romantic relationships because we can get into this actually. Because mm. I've been on a, that's like my uni mm. journey, girl. But Is I've been our slop. Mm. Do you want to do slop? Let's do slop. Well, what I was gonna, what I was gonna say. Is I used to be, I used to be kind of, like, toxic, right? I used to do the toxic thing of, like... And, like, I, I don't think this is, like, a ba- evil toxic thing. It's just, like, you need to realize, like, if anybody listening is doing this, you need to just, just listen to me, okay? Because I, right. I used to do the th- this thing all the time, where I would get into a relationship or a situation with somebody, and it, they would, they would do things, like, not, like, for example... They would not text me back for four hours, so I wouldn't text them back for seven hours. Oh, but and like I would be consciously doing that, like I w- and I would maybe like do other things and whatever, but like it was really conscious, and I was thinking about it because I was putting energy into like I'm gonna do what they're doing to me, like I'm gonna give them a taste of their own medicine. Oh no, I like, would do that too, and yeah. I and I would do that also like in my relationships, which is kind of the transactional thing you were talking about. Yeah, earlier. like I would do that like um, in my relationships, like like I guess like emotionally like mm. not so not just like literally texting or asking to hang out or think things like that or like initiating the things yeah i would also like start to do that like in conversations like i'd be like i'm just gonna give them the same energy they're giving me mm. now there are some people who would argue that's the best thing to do and i think in some situations maybe but like but i've had the, i've had this realization only really fairly recently like and shout out to the YouTuber Maddie Drags Bank. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, with Madeline. The YouTuber Maddie, she has purple hair. It's like her name's like Maddie Drags Bank or something. And she really helped me with a lot of this kind of stuff because she like makes videos about kind of like some some of her videos are about like dating and stuff and her experiences dating sometimes. And like she really helped me realize like why are you doing this like why are you being so toxic to Mm. yourself Mm, because you're not allowing yourself to keep showing up like that uh, what what other people do should not have any influence or should not like not should not have any influence but should if you feel somebody's not interested in you go i feel like you're not interested in me or or move on Mm. if you're getting vibes that somebody's not really interested in you do one of those two things don't like play this game don't play mind games yeah that's only gonna hurt 
yourself. Yeah. And I used to do that all the time. And it only, like, it kind of saved me a couple times because it made me realize, oh, this person's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it just makes things drags worse. things out. Yeah. It makes you overthink things and, like, kind of, yeah. you know, be in that cycle. Like, if you're in a relationship and somebody, or in a situation, or in a friendship, and somebody consistently hurts your feelings, like, you just leave. You don't yeah. have to be like, well, because what, you know, you don't have to be like, well, to save this relationship, I'm going to, like, keep talking it out. Mm-hmm. And, like, but and then I'm going to, I'm going to, like, you know, Do ignore, ignore them. Or, like, yeah. like girl, you can just rid. like you can just leave down. it's okay anyway yeah precisely okay so that was in the beginning of uni was like okay. that kind of phase so when i started uni uh it was a crazy year and i had my first ever relationship kiss first ever romantic Aww. really romantic experience um and it was with this girl and it was actually really cute because we were both the same. Like, we both never kissed anybody. Like, we both were never, never really done anything. And it's actually so cute the way we got together. So, like, there's this girl in my hall. She was my friend. She was, like, one of my friends. And it was, like, three, four weeks into uni. Not a long time. Like, barely knew her. But, of course, we felt like we all knew each other so well. Cause yeah, it was, like, and first, it was so first few weeks, like... And I remember, I it's quite rare for me to actually, like, meet someone in real life and be like, wow, I have, like, a crush on them. Like, really, I like this person. Mm-hmm. Not just, I'm a bit attracted to them. Like, I just, like, was so, like, I, I just was really, like, attracted to her. And I just, but I also just, I was like, I had a crush on her. And I remember talking to, like, my two friends about it. And literally, I, I thought she was, like, not gay. Like, I thought she was straight. And I was like, guy, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I just think, let's, like... But let's call her, let's give her a name. I just thought Joanna, her name's like, you know, her name, her name isn't Joanna, but like, made up name. I was like, I just think, I just, you, Joanna. True. Yeah, Maybe it's sub, subconscious. I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. No, I'm talking too much on the podcast. Um, but it is a really cute story. So I was talking to my two friends and I was like, yeah, I think Joanna is like straight. And they were like, yeah, like, I think she is. Like, I was like, damn. Uh, but I look back and I'm like, like things started to happen. Like we would kind of like push each other, you know, like push each other, be like, like be like ah, like we're friends. And we were like friends with this other girl who lived next door to Joanna. We were kind of like a trio. So you know they were like my two my two friends, and then there was like my roommate, and like, um, it was just very like innocent. I don't know. And then like and then like one night there was this really drunk guy in our hall, and um, it was like I still remember it was like October third or October fourth or something like that. There was this really drunk guy in our hall and um, like a bunch of us were like, let's let's walk him back to DRA. Like, let's all go. Like, let's all go. And I remember I talked to my friend Drew. Shout out to Drew. I talked to them that day and been like, like, fine relation. Like, it was a first relationship. Like, there was nothing really, like, really wrong with it. I just think I felt quite like, I don't know. But like, saying that though, like... I think now, because it was so long ago, mm. I'm, like, over it. But I think at the time, like, it was, like, okay. wasn't that bad. But, like, I definitely, I think I felt a bit, like, like, sometimes I would be with her and I would feel like, you don't really want me here. Like, you don't, but, like, she wouldn't say, hey, I need some time alone. Oh, yeah. You've you told, know, you I just would this, feel, yeah. like, I just would get a feeling, like, mm. it wasn't even you want time alone. It's like, you don't really like me. Like, mm-hmm. but I honestly, but, I, you know. Like, I think, and, you know, she was 
struggling with her sexuality like she she once said to me she was like I just don't see why I like you know I just think I'm gonna like end up with a man it's like why be with a woman like she said this to me while oh, we were dating okay that's, that's, you know and that was obviously really hurtful for me like and it was my first relationship and she wasn't really like out to her parents and mm-hmm. it was just like a whole situation and like it was quite hard for me but then again I look back and I'm like, well, I was also, I was going through a really intense time. I was like, Definitely. I hate medicine. Like, I was, and I was like upset all the time. And like, yeah. so that must have been hard for her. Like, that must have been really annoying. And like, yeah. I'm sure, you know, your first year at uni, you have this like relationship with this girl who's like, ah, you know, like. Yeah. And, um, and that was like, so we were all friends. Like, we were friends with all the same people in the hall. And we, me, me and Jonah, we were like together in first semester, broke up, got back together <laughs> second semester there was so much like tension like we were like hey <laughs> like um go back together in second semester and then broke up like kind of like before summer just before summer um and i remember like like being like oh okay like whatever um like we're still friends we're still friends and then we came back to uni in second year and i hung out with my friends from first year like a few like a few times and then all of a sudden like like joanna didn't like because me and joanna were like really good friends joanna didn't want to hang out anymore and i was kind of like okay the only thing i can like the the, and there was there was kind of like a reason like we hooked up a couple times after we were in a relationship and like Mm, you know you know it was yeah literally but like you know but like and i think i did not think i did not really feel anything about that Mm -hmm. but i think maybe i can see how that could have made her a bit anxious or whatever Mm -hmm. anyway um but the end of the story is basically like one day like it just started to be like i would go hey like does anybody want to hang out and like no one would answer in this chat this oh, big chat this that we had that's, that's, that's and i was bad. like okay and then like i would say it again like a few days later like hey like and like one person would reply and go oh i can't make it no. and i was like okay clearly and like they all Something's they all wrong. just kind of stopped talking to me so yeah. i think basically they like chose her but that's fair enough yeah. maybe they were all better for and i think it worked out for me yeah the... that's oof in first year or like i don't know that's a rough experience yeah it was okay no it was actually all right and i think things like that happen in uni all the time and like mm, luckily definitely. very shortly after that i became friends with like roberto yeah and, and like chin and rider dies yeah anyway Talk for ages there. No, I love to. I love to hear you talk about your exes. True. <laughs> it, it feels so fun. It feels so like, mm, we're just girls. But here's like, Ariana Grande, thank you next. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah. I've been through these experiences and they made me stronger. Like, you and you, Lily, you came to, when you came to you, you were already dating somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. that's true. Um, I've actually, I've actually been thinking about, you know, as, as I said, you know, like, well, why, why is old Oracle looks back on her four incredibly long years at university and thinks, hmm, any regrets, things I would change. I'm like, maybe I wouldn't have like, um, what should we call him? Um, sorry, David, but maybe I wouldn't have come to to university like in a relationship, or maybe I would. Who knows? Like, mm. Um, that's that's just what, kind of it. I don't know, but what do you guys think of of like coming to uni, being in a relationship with somebody from home? Oh, I because I also did that. Like, you did? Wait, did you? Oh yeah. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. Well, how was that for you? Because we were dating. Um, we started dating at the end of our senior year, and then we did like. We made it to, like, October, broke Mm up, but then started dating again, like, on and off, and then broke up at at the end of first semester of second year. Mm. So we were on and off for, like, 18 months, basically. Um, I don't know, like... 
because I would say I wouldn't recommend it, but also it's like if you're not ready to let go of that person, then like yeah. it's not gonna happen, kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what do you guys think of long distance in general? I, I mean, it can work if you're a type of person who can do yeah. it. My, you know, I think it could be fine. Probably. My yeah. parents did it between the U.S. and Australia, wow. and like they yeah, made it work. But it's like, amazing. I don't think it's like. It's not fun times for anyone. Yeah, I think, like, the nature of human beings is, like, it's I want like, to have a relationship with somebody who I can see, like, touch. Because I think, because, um, I've been in three relationships, and two of them were, like, long distance to the point of, like, rarely seeing each other. Like, seeing mm. each other maybe, like, once, once every, every, like, couple, couple months, months maximum. Wow. Like, and, but I really Same liked thing. it. And, and now, like, looking back on it, maybe this is just me pathologizing normal traits. Like, you know, you know, every so often I'll just do something and be like, oh my god, this is, like, a symptom of ADHD, mm-hmm. like... Maybe this is just me looking back at my life's experiences and being like, oh my god, this is a symptom for it. But, like, maybe it's, like, not wanting to be close to people um, emotionally and, that, mm. and like, not being close to them physically, like, helps Yeah, them. so you don't have the ability to be like, I'm setting a boundary and going, like, I don't want a long-distance relationship. Yeah, because you, like, never see each other, because so you, you don't have because to Because you kind of do want a long-distance yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably, you know... Not even a, a such a, a thing to like be like oh this yeah, is a yeah, thing yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people fall into yeah, sure. on that like what's your guys' attachment style oh I'm, oh, I'm anxious AF don't even anxious I don't really AF. know enough well, about AF, attachment but... styles <gasps> wait we could do a little attachment style segment for the podcast. yeah I don't really know enough about okay them. so I've I've learned a lot about attachment styles the anxious attachment style is when um when you're scared of people leaving you but secretly you're scared of being close to people so anxious attachment is very much oh. like you want to check in all the time you want to be close you want to like spend a lot of time around somebody you can like like them like the quote-unquote toxic sides of an anxious attachment style uh, for example as you're saying like love bombing people like showing yeah. people so much praise that they don't know what to do with it because it's too much like and um, so that's the anxious mm. attachment style the avoidant attachment style is pulling away a lot like being scared of being close to people but secretly you're scared of being abandoned by people which is why you don't want to get close to them and that's like the like loving long distance relationships loving like not really talking to people or, or opening up emotionally or getting to know anybody hmm. yeah and, and then there's and the then i think there's the, the mythicized like healthy attachment yeah. style which is bullshit nobody has it i can sort of see how i have a bit of both yeah, 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 and, and you like bring them out like combinations yeah. of the two of them. Like yeah. with different people, different ones can come out and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I, I think I can, maybe I'm a bit more like anxious, but I think kind of both. I don't know. Both mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, How's like I think. Well, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was saying he said to me, and I kind of was like, "This is also what I think about myself." He was, I think I have this tendency, like when somebody does something to me, I ha- I can be cl- kind of close to people. But then it's like they do one small thing, like hurts my feelings a bit. The bars come down. Oh, okay. Goodbye, like or a little bit. There's like a little bit of like goodbye. But mm-hmm. I actually I have a pretty health, like mostly healthy. I was overall, but I definitely in relationships anxious, deaf, like mm-hmm. like like quite like in romantic relationships. I think I could be quite. But then at the same, I don't know. It's kind of it's hard to explain. I think it's that dichotomy of like. I I really care about what this person thinks about me, but actually, do I even like them that much? And like, do I, do I like them? Do mm. I am I? Do I feel close to them? Do I like? Right? Is it that or is it the stability of a relationship? Am I am I am I able to actually show them the most vulnerable parts of me, mm-hmm. or am I just like I just want a relationship? You know, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. more, so it's not so much. Yeah. It's not so. It, so it's almost like. I, I do care about this person. I care about what they think about me. And I care about, like, 
right? Yeah. But, like, there's a deeper part of me that is always a bit like, oh, mm-hmm. they're going to leave me, you know? Mm-hmm. I so think a lot of they, people... They might leave me so I don't want to show them certain so, things. So, like, actually, actually... Like, for example, I often will get into relationships or situations with people who, like, end up being not very nice to me. Mm. But there were kind of red flags from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? This is like a classic thing many people go through. Or I get into relationships with people who maybe I'm very attracted to, but there's not really much chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know? You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so I've kind of set myself up. But by doing that, it's just kind of, like, showing, well, you know. You know what I mean? Like, clearly so. you, like, like I've set myself up. So, actually, I'm kind of protecting myself by doing that in a way. Mm-hmm. It's, simultane- well, no, it's, simul- it's simultaneously hurting myself but protecting myself. Yeah, I don't have yeah. to actually get close to this person. But I'm just repeating this cycle of, like, nobody loves me. Like yeah. That's me leaving my deadlines until like yeah. maybe one, two days before. It's like, yeah, this will yeah. be the worst thing that I or anybody has ever written, but at least I know that. Yeah, mm. I get you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the same kind of, you know, set, like yeah. setting yourself up to fail as a self-protection mechanism. Yeah, because like, you're yeah. kind of doing that as well by having a long-distance relationship, for example. I, 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 I think that's kind no, of difference. Like, it's not necessarily no, yeah. setting up to fail, but it's setting up I know, to not I know, have I know. a level of connection that maybe I'm not comfortable that's with. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, but, like, but I think that is different, because I'm not saying long-distance relationships are bad, or are, yeah. it's not this really the same. That's just, that's, yeah, know. there's a certain amount of truth to it, like, you're not going to get as close with somebody that you can't be with physically, or at least that there isn't a set end point that you can see, being mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we can be close to each other then, it's just like, an yeah, adjustment. like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll yeah, like yeah, 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 like, you're not setting goals or nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I wish I could pop my tongue properly. Can I? Okay. Can I? Can I have an addendum? I want to add something. Yeah. Information. If goes. anyone who knows who, probably not, probably won't happen. But if anybody who knows who I'm talking about in Send any of these relationships or anything, I just want to say like Joanna, like specifically, hey, it was a long time ago. I was really. No it, was, hard it was very cute. It was a very cute relationship in a lot of ways. Um, you were a really good just friend, you know, to me during mm-hmm. some hard times. Yeah. Peace. We're all good. Hope you're doing well out this there. This episode goes yeah. out to you. Yeah. Judith, this baby. You. This pod in a while, drown. is dedicated to Joanna. <laughs> Lily, Lily, Lily was there during my other slops. <laughs> oh, these other slops? Wait, no, Lily, you full... Lily, have you said you're a slop? I want to make sure. Wait, what, what's a slop like something? They're like um, the low points and stuff. Something bad happening in a Low points. Well, that's kind of the it's same as my um. Kind of the same. The same as my. Kind of the same as my other one. Just like um. Oversharing to get close to people. No, I think of a different one. Um, something bad. Um, kid pulled a mental health card. Been a little depressed. Um, in my yeah. life. That's that's always a crux. But I think it's I think it's very like I don't know. I don't think it's like a brain chemistry type of depressed. I think it's a, a kind of like situational. Yeah, a situational yeah. like oh, I need to be like around groups of people. Because yeah. for example, the times in my life when I've been least mentally unwell or most mentally well, you could say, are the times that I've been around those people. So not thinking of um, anything. I'm sure point, I would come up dry. A low point was when we were in your house in the summer and you were told that you had to move out by the end of that day. Wait. Oh my God! What? Oh my God! No. <laughs> or the no. end of the next day. Or no, something. I actually no. That's actually it was so traumatic. My, my, my stomach just 
dropped out of my I ass s- and I shat myself just at the memory of that. Oh, Holy fucking shit. If you're thinking of letting from anybody, listener, don't... Don't, um, well, A, don't be an idiot and write the wrong date for your move out in your calendar would be a helpful suggestion. But B, don't let from Rollo's, because the way they had a chokehold over my life, and yes, over my mental health throughout the whole of my second year, yeah. was really quite damaging on several levels. Yeah. Number one, we move into the house, and like, okay, so I gaslit myself into think yeah, yeah, gaslit, like, I, I, I did gaslight myself into thinking that this was really normal. I walk into the house, and there's like, nails, like, shit, like, sawdust, like, literally... I'm I'm not ex- I'm this isn't a bit I'm not exaggerating just like raw nails like out on the floor and like sawdust everywhere oh, walls shit. like covered in like blue tack marks pencil marks whatever and like just like sh- just piles of dog shit like everywhere and there there was like black mold on the wall of one of the upstairs bedrooms to the point oh that God. there was somebody looking around the house who had like asthma and they went into the room they're like oh I can't breathe in here like I couldn't live in here this was this would probably like kill me in like a year if I lived in here because there was so much mold because Rollo's doesn't care about human rights life the rights of any rights of asthma patients and then (laughs) and then the bathroom was so covered in mold as well one of the mattresses was covered in so much blood this was not a menstrual this was not a menstrual leaking situation a murder had happened in this room a murder had happened in this house they didn't move the body it was in the wardrobe it fell (laughs) out opened the door big corpse right on my head there was so much blood on the mattress and it was drenched and then then a sort of beat that sounded like this started and the and the body got up and it started no, I'm dancing. No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. This isn't Michael Jackson thriller. No, there was, there was, there was, there was so much blood. It was really drenched. It squelched when I touched it, and I sucked on it. I didn't suck on it. I sucked on it. It tasted like human blood. No, no. Um, but it was like it was like the grossest fucking shit whole house you can imagine. So I emailed them. Like, no, first I was like, oh, maybe this is normal. Maybe houses should just like look like this when you move into them. I don't fucking know. Like, I've been in halls before. Wait. No, yeah. I've been in halls and then in, like, a, a really big 18-person house, so I didn't really know shit. Like, I, like, I emailed Rollo's, like, bless my naive soul. I emailed them so politely. I was like, hey, like, um, do you mind, like, moving, like, the raw nails, the knives, daggers, and, and pieces of dog shit off the house? And they basically emailed that, like, no. Oh, oh my god. So, like, the first couple days of moving in, I was moving in all my stuff and also just, like, like spraying like a bleach spray onto the wall and trying to scrub this black mold off so my housemate could move in without fucking dying and then on the last day of the tenancy well like imagine like a lot of other bad things happening so that was the first day of the tenancy imagine like a lot of really bad like sad things happening in the house like just imagine like a really like annoying like Rollo's just fucking me over a lot you can fill that in yourself on the last day well I, I, I thought it was the second to last day but it turns out it was the last day mm. um they emailed me like yeah so just to confirm you can be out of the house by like 5 p.m today i wake up kind of late eleanor's beside me in the bed I, uh, wait were you, you were beside me right i or, forget like, i forget i think it was i, I think i came in me. i think yeah. I, like we came, we both you came, came in, in or something. no actually i i woke up you were beside me we turned over looked at each other go, wait what happened last night i checked my phone to check the time and i get an email from rollers like can you get out of the house by and today I was, I was in a little but, oh no but i was yeah she was wearing a little and I was like set. next to you, and like my arms were kind of like around your kind of neck, like you're yeah. like hugging you, and I was like, very like get feminine, off me for a feminine pose. I was like, get off me, and I was like, I was like, I need to get off me, babe. I need to check the Gmail app. I need to check my Gmails. I was like a CEO. Well, I was before Rollo's got their hands on me. So I opened this email. They're like, you gotta get out of this fucking house. You gotta oh get out of here. You gotta get out of here. And then what did you do? Um, I I, I called up like um. Girl, I thought the move-in date was, like, uh, in a couple days' time. Is it okay if you let me stay for a bit? 
because it was a really weird day as well wasn't it like um i thought the move-in date was on like the first of june move out date was on the first of june right and mm-hmm. and like on the on the 26th of may or something they just randomly email like yeah get out of the house that's so weird because like so we spend the rest of the day the and, end, um... yeah yeah i was like fuck you really interesting conversation for for the girlies listening at home no, anyway don't trust rollos they broke my heart they threw my dog we just we just left we madly packed i left behind a bunch of shit if you're the person who moved into redacted address this like last year enjoy okay the real crux of it was like i managed to remember to like bring all of my ugly fucking period underwear in just a, a normal plastic bag and then my my lingerie my investment pieces all left behind no, so i had to why didn't you go back did you not go back well what am i gonna do walk to the door and be like hey yeah. you just moved into this house can i have my fucking like that. underwear my my, uh, my little pieces of um no it would be it would be too um you know it would be too personal yeah you, you don't you don't know what i'm referring to it no so like funny. um I left behind a bunch of shit. I left behind so much stuff. And then, um, oh yeah, and they also sent me a um, a healthy 200 pounds bill for gardening for a garden roughly the size of like a, a pencil eraser. And I was like, girl, what are you gonna, what are you gardening there? What are you doing? And that's my story. Oh um, my God, that um, sucks. Sorry, no, it was cool. That house was fun. It was kind of like haunted house vibes. Like I'd walk yeah, around the corner every day. I'd be like, is there a little goblin in There's here or something? Oh, really? Is there a little ghoul? Um, there was a um, there was a cat that would come visit sometimes, which was nice. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get a cat to visit this house Toby. at the moment. Yeah, Toby oh, the, cat. the cat. Nice. I'm trying to get this cat to visit this house. There were these but, two uh, crazy children. It was their cat. Yeah, they would oh. come to the door and be like, "Hello, have you got my cat?" I'd be like, uh, I I I'd be like holding the cat, answering the door. I see it's the kids. Hide the cat behind my back with one hand, with the other hand yeah. make a non-suspect gesture. Be like, "Ah, no, I haven't seen that cat anyway." The cat. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> whoa, yeah. I've had a really weird call. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope you kids have a great day. Don't come calling back again. Um, yeah, it was a fun house. I had a crazy roommate in my second year because fun. I was in Fife Park and I was put in with these like random people, like none of us mm-hmm. knew each other. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy who I think was like a computer science guy. Perfect. And he, I remember thinking like well, he's slightly strange, but like not in a bad. He's actually quite nice. Like nice. Mm. I would, I would never see anyone. Like I would always be out of the flat or like, I didn't could. I just was very like mm. I don't, I don't know these people. Like it's mm. really awkward. Like, mm. like um. So I'd, I would just always be like la la la, and then like and there was one girl in the flat who was really nice. I actually really liked her. We we mm. kind of spoke sometimes, but anyway, one day I get a message from this guy, and he's like. You took my bowl. You took my plate. Oh my god! You took my stuff. Like you used, you used my frying pan. Like you dug you your keys are into the evil, side of my pretty little soup. You are an evil drive. person. Like <laughs> give them back, or like I will. Like like a really threatening message. Oh my, you're <laughs> really like I don't know what you're talking about. It was really That's threatening. Funny. No, it literally was. It was like scary. I was like I live with like, this guy. Taken Liam Mason. Like yeah, it was like threatening. It was, yeah. literally was though. And, like, I had a lock on my roommate, but sometimes I'm like, yeah. is he, like, did he, like, go into my room or something? I don't know, like, oh how did God. he know it was me? Like, what? Mm. So then I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I, like what? Oh, so you did take them. Okay, so I thought I didn't have them. But then later, much later, I, like, found, mm. like, a plate under my wardrobe or something. Oh, okay. And so you, like, like, took oh, a guy's things, he called you the fuck out as he should, and then... <laughs> no, but he that's was, a weird he was like, extremely yeah. aggressive, yeah, like, in a scary, scary way. And I remember I was so happy to leave that flat. But, like, mm. but like yeah, that That's was very good. strange. Shout out to that guy. And he was, like, mm. he was just, like, 
he, he was like, fine, keep them, but I hope you know that you're a bad person. Oh my god! Like, when I was like, I don't what? think I have them. Like, I'm like, and I, of course, I was really defensive. And then you're like, like you're this guy's Joker. Joker. He's Batman, and you're the Joker in his story. I know. You're he's my, he's then my did Joker. you have to, like, sheepishly return them, or, like, what happened? Of course, I didn't return them. Yeah, you just kept them in the I threw them out. I was like, I don't give I'm a fuck. I'm eating a little snack right now. I look down at the plate. My mind looks familiar. Oh, I think my dad kept one of the kept the plate or something. You've got it, like, you know, when people have, like, decorated plates. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'm worried. I think my friends perceive me, like, well, not all my friends, but some of my friends. I think they perceive me as like Eleanor's crazy and she always has girl problems. That's my truth. Yeah, it's just because you're girl problems out and about, busy. But like, but like, busy. I always—it's so tragic. Like every single time I get in a situation with a girl, it's always like, oh, never mind. Oh, this didn't work. <laughs> like that didn't go. Maybe like, it's, it's because like, you have an anxious attachment style and you're looking for people with avoidant attachment styles. Yeah, maybe. It's because of maybe, but I think I, think, like, I feel like a lot of the people you've been with see, seem kind of like. Like like distance, yeah. You. So maybe maybe that's maybe you just need to find another little anxious thought. Wait, so that's mm-hmm. my okay. So if you're anxious, Saint Andrean thoughts. If your attachment you style is anxious, you want to be with know. another anxious person. I don't actually know. I I've, I've heard that, like if, if, if you have people you want with, a neutral like, or like, if, if somebody who's like really anxious attachment style is with somebody who's like really avoidant attachment style, yeah, that, like, that, that can lead like, to like a cycle like, of codependency like, because yeah. the, anxious, the anxious person keeps like trying to ask more of them, and then the avoidant person keeps like pulling away, and then yeah. like they they but, they keep yeah. doing it, and it encourages each other further and further along until you get to a weird yeah. codependent thing where, um, like the anxious person like doesn't feel wanted by them, but like keeps trying to that's get this level connection. The but the avoidant person like life. kind of enjoys being pursued, but kind of doesn't. That's the story mm. of my life, girl. Is it? It's a story of my romantic really? life. Oh, baby. You're like, really anxious when you're like tra- trying to look for connection and the other person well, kind of enjoys you pursuing them, like, but also doesn't. I just think I always end up being kind of just feeling like I like this, basically. I like this person more than they like me, or they just don't even seem to like me that much. Or they're just kind of mean to me or something, mm. which is like... You know, but that's just been my... I think I'm just unlucky. I don't know. Aww. I think I often will go through cycles of thinking, like, oh, God, what if there's something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. But then I think it's, you know, it's also, like, just bad luck. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it is and it is the types of people, like, you choose. Like, it is, like, mm-hmm. I'm obviously mm-hmm. choosing them subconsciously. Yeah. yeah. That fucks me up sometimes, thinking, like, oh, like, yeah. like I can be subconsciously, like, I don't know, either sabotaging myself yeah. or, like, shaping my own path in ways I can't control, even yeah. though I am controlling it. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I have realized, like, I, I like, I like all women. I think I don't, there's, I like some, there's something nice about a curvy woman that mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm. yeah, a little, uh, a little bit <laughs> But then I also <laughs> love, like, slender, like, slender women who are, like, you know what about the mid-sized bitches? Yeah, they're about like yeah, five, like five you know. foot seven. Uh, yeah, sure. I love Mid- mid-sized bitches. Yeah, uh, five foot seven, Latina. I love I love mid-sized bitches. With a heart of gold and an appetite for revenge. <laughs> I like a, a girl who's got else. a nice pair of webbed feet. Yeah, I like, I like a girl. Feet are ideal. I like a girl whose second toe is longer than the first. I actually kind of <laughs> wait. No. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Look. I have a. I'm gonna say something that's controversial. Yeah, right? I don't have a foot fetish, but <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't have a foot fetish, but it's gonna be the title of the app. Is that but okay? <laughs> yeah. but there is something, I like I like. It's not 
specifically the women's feet. Just the webbed ones, you know. <laughs> just the, <laughs> the little webbed just ones. Just the ones with the, long, little bit. long, crazy toes. You know, some, every so often I'll see a woman, okay. she, got, she got toes, but then a little I, bit of skin. I do not just look a at piece women's skin. Right between skin. Them, and it makes I do me not look at women's skin. I go hog wild for women. I don't look at women's feet. I go hog wild. But when I am with a woman, like, the whole body, it's the whole body. That's That's all I'm saying about that. Mm. So feet are not sexually attractive, but I think they're not not unattractive. The like just like somebody's arm. I'm not like ooh, look Paris at those arms. Lippers. Well, sometimes I am, but you know, like I'm not like. Oh, she can be know. systematic, automatic, automatic. hydromatic. But if she's not got those lighten. webbed feet, then she's not the one. She's feet. not gonna get it. Have you, um, you, you guys uh, heard the song "Alone at the Drive-In" uh-huh. from Greece, like the musical uh-huh. version, not the film? Ooh, yeah, yeah, Santa at the Drive-In. Yeah, what yeah. Will they say? Um, I think a lot of I think um. Oh. You know, like you yeah. see, you see, like a, like you log onto YouTube without an account, so it just gives you like auto play, oh, like yeah, whatever's yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. And so every so often it'll be a guy who has like a bunch of bottles and like can really? play like songs on them, or like like a bunch of glasses and oh, can play yeah. the ethereal, beautiful glass songs on beer bottles with very amount of beer in them and glasses. That's one of my yeah. dreams to be able to, to do that kind of thing, you like play play like it. fur release on on yeah. cider bottles. I think that would be cool. Level. I want to play the nylon cat theme on bottles. I once learned to play that on piano because um that was like this this little snotty boy I really liked in high school and I saw him watching the video nylon cat once and I was like fuck, how am I gonna seduce him? I guess I'll like um, I guess I'll like watch the nylon cat video and like make it clear publicly that I um have watched this one video that, like, this is, like, the only thing I knew about him. Mm. Other than the fact that, you know, in the 2010s, like, One Direction was a thing, so, like, the sweepy across hair was oh, just, like, yeah. uh, like, that, that was, like, the shit that was, like, mmm, like, mmm, about to learn to play a song on piano for, like, the swishy hair. So, um, I learned to play it, and I, I, I waited until I knew he was, like, you know, in within, like, hearing distance of the piano room that I, uh, I, I, sh- I shot my shot, did the money, played the song, and then nothing happened of it. No. And it was on that day I learned that you can't, like love isn't a transaction. Right. Have you experienced like um, relationships where you feel like it's transactional? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, like um, well, I guess. But then I think I, what I feel is, is this is I think what I'm feeling is it's almost like I'm also thinking this is trans. I don't know, but like I'm getting short. I'm getting sh- not what I should be getting. Mm-hmm. I think is what I felt. Like, my second relationship, which was with a girl who we shall call, what should we call her? Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's a girl called Sarah. Uh, it's not her real name. But she and I, like, we, I don't know, like, that was that was kind of a different situation. Like, she, we both, I was very obvious that she was, like, very, well, it was a very, like, mutually, like, we were very, like, obsessed with each other really quickly and, like, really mm-hmm. intense, like, really, really intense um it only lasted like a few months like all my all mm-hmm. three of my relationships have only lasted like a few few four or five months right mm-hmm. but it was like really really obsessive really quickly and like like and like i think it was like i felt very like she really likes me she really likes me and i think it's true like i think she was very reliant on me like she was very and i think she probably did really feel like she really liked me mm-hmm. But I look back and I think that relationship was quite toxic in a lot of ways. Like, and I, th- I kind of, I'm like, based on various things, I'm a bit like, was I even in, was I, was she kind of manipulating me or like, mm-hmm. and like, you know, 
but that's just like you know but like um when things get intense early yeah. it's always like a scary it just yeah. was very but at the time it felt really good mm-hmm. but it was and more like it like numbs you, know, you to the reality of it which is like in that in that relationship person. that woman uh that girl had like her own kind of traumas and things and unfortunately she like really struggled with um like mental health and mm-hmm. like and like okay. in that relationship like I was never she didn't touch me sexually but we would like have sex like I would do things to her but like for the whole relationship she never really and like at, at the time I was like oh this is all right but not you know after it <sighs> like <laughs> after it shit mm-hmm. um but if you think about it that is very I was feel that is transactions like well i was giving yeah. but i wasn't getting mm-hmm. yeah but it's kind of true like it's kind of like a true yeah. you know it's not so much oh i'm giving but i'm not getting as much it's like this is so unequal like this yeah. is so yeah, it's unequal. Like one's i think in a way the so fear of that is why i tend to give nothing and then same. be happy with receiving nothing yeah like, i kind of get that it's like, like well i'm receiving nothing it's like well i predicted this like, yeah I, yeah i'm in yeah. control but it's also quite nice it's it. like oh like nobody expects anything of me yeah yeah no like things don't have to be that serious right like yeah but, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, but like, um, but yeah, with this girl, it just kind of like, yeah, it was just hard because I really ended up taking care of her a lot in that relationship. And it was extra hard because my grandma had like just died in like that December and I dated this girl. It was okay because it was a long, she had like Alzheimer's for many years. But as you can imagine, like I was very, I was very close to my grandma and this was quite a surreal experience. And I was like, oh, like. And I kind of threw myself into this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I really ended up, like, taking care of that girl a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't... And again, I just really liked... I felt really close to her, so I didn't mind, really. Um, and then, basically, like, COVID happened, and I went home, and she went home. And, like, we would, we would text every day, we would call a lot. And I just kind of, I remember, like, I was still, like, I really missed her. And I was, like, oh, my my baby, my girlfriend. Like, but I don't know. Like, I was kind of going through other things. And then, like, and then there was this one week where I had a bunch of assignments. A week, week and a half. I had, like, essays. So I didn't talk to her as much. And it was almost like that distance made me realize, like, oh, like, it, it, something just switched in my brain. I was, like, this mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't, I just don't feel right about this. Mm-hmm. So I just, I had to, unfortunately, because of COVID, I just was like, look, I just called her and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. Like, we had a conversation. I was like, I just feel like something about this isn't right. Like, you haven't done anything wrong. It's just like, you know, and she was, you know, and then basically that was like, right, I, th- I just think we should break up. I just think, you know, and she was, I think she, I think at the time I didn't realize how hurt she might have been by that, like mm-hmm. how, how sudden it was and like how close we were kind of thing. Mm-hmm. but yeah but it was fine that was a fine relationship while it was going on it just was a bit like not the most healthy relationship in the world mm-hmm. and then the big thing with that was basically through well, it's a long story but through various things I found out like with proof that she had been telling someone like lies about me oh yeah you told and me saying so like earlier. and saying like Eleanor's such like a bitch like duh, buh, duh, buh, duh, buh. No. And I was like, I would have never said this about her. Like, I was always really kind of, not that, like, you know, now I'll be a bit more like, what the hell? But, but like, mm-hmm. I was really like, oh, like, yeah, she's really nice. But, like, we just, you know, it just didn't work out to my friends. Or maybe I'd be like, well, this kind of bothered me. But, like, mm-hmm. she's really nice. And it's mm-hmm. not. And I remember hearing about this and it would just honestly really hurt me. And it also was really stressful because it was like, 
who else has she told? Like, who has she told these things in a teeny tiny town? Like, where all of our friends are, like, friends with each other. So this could spread around. Mm. Like, I had seen this happen with other things. And I was Mm. like, fuck. Like, luckily, I don't think that really happened. Mm. I think she just... I think she probably only told maybe this specific person. Or Mm. maybe just, like, her close friends. Mm -hmm. She also tried to hit up one of my very close friends like she tried to be like hey after very not long after we broke up and this guy was literally like um this is really inappropriate because i am eleanor's friend yeah and she was like oh i'm sure she won't mind he's like yes she will crazy but again that was a long time ago and this girl i think she's obviously like moved on and like i've kind of like 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 i think when i think about it i'm like that was pretty strange but you know, I you know I I I used to be quite annoyed about it, but now I'm like whatever. I feel that's. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I keep talking for ages. No, I love it. Yeah, you know. Okay. Me fingers the bottle. Just went like that. That's Should a different we... way to get a sound out of the bottle. Do our goop. Oh okay. Yeah sure. What's the? Um... That's like looking forward to the future. What is? <laughs> what do you think you've like learned and stuff? Like sure. any lessons. Um, what about you, Lily? Why don't you go first? I'm about to graduate. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, I suppose. Any employers in the field of nanotology listening to this, uh, you know who to call. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I I'm, I'm think I'm going to go to London and uh, try it as a singer-songwriter. Why the fuck not? Somebody has Whoa. to. Um probably make a bit of a fool of myself in the process it's it's cool you know it's just um you know you uni is a a weird one because i kind of came here because i thought i should kind of like hung out for a bit and now i'm a bit like yeah peace like this was cool but i don't think um it was maybe the one for me so Mm. you know getting to to make it as as an adult in the world or you know Mm. not make it end up face down in a ditch at the age of 27 you know I i think it could be cool yeah, that's what I'm looking forward mm. to at the moment. Just um, simultaneous sudden freedom and crushing responsibility of adult life without um, being bound to and supported by, but also constricted by um, mm. uni life. And also just the fact that it's a really small town, like being, being yeah. in a big city. I've never lived in a in a big, big city. I'm just a small town girl living in a, a pretty lonely world, I suppose. So mm. um, maybe that midnight train is just what I need to take right now. And um, where's it going? Answer. Where's oh, it going? I don't know. I guess anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't stop believing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. That's a really good answer. You know, and um, I feel like, well, this, you know, this is is classic. I um, I always tell myself that I don't have time to write songs and work on work on work on my craft because um, I I have a lot of uni work as a lot of fourth years find ourselves in this position. I always tell myself, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. I'll work on it once I've graduated. But once I'm actually graduated, I, I won't be able to make that excuse for myself anymore. I'll just be like, what have I got now? Just time, like a lot of it. Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll just have to to work on that. I don't know. Also, like kind of kind of like inside my own head, I've defined uni as this time of like being in, in a chrysalis and like consistently shedding skins and emerging as new personalities like every couple months or so. And like a lot of change and... Um, I think how it now works is that progress is very linear. I step out of the cocoon as an improved and new person and go on to adult life with, um, you know, 
Mm-hmm. That, and that, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I'm looking forward to it. That's so great. Yeah, yeah, having your having time that's fully your own and like being yeah. able to pursue things that yeah. like you yeah. want to do. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll still, I still like keep continually hatching into new selves and mm-hmm. stuff. But I was saying earlier, I think I'd be really susceptible to joining a cult because I've been really big in, lately into the idea of just like collectivism and to not not losing myself necessarily, but just kind of like. Um, finding community yeah and, and belonging is something that yeah I, I suppose like i suppose i kind of struggle with that in life like finding finding community in a sense of belonging mm-hmm. and i think it's something that's more important to me than um i give it credit for and and mm-hmm. um i i think trying yeah. to find that in london maybe will be in london will be difficult but mm. it might be kind of easier i was gonna yeah, say it, it might be might, easier might be. Because there's yeah. just so many more people there. Like, yeah, I suppose, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so many different kinds, we different groups. Yeah. yeah. You um, could join an art class, yeah. a tango a, class. A, a, a painting class? Painting, painting, painting class. Pottery. I saw a guy in the library the other day. It was a really sweet, tender moment. You know when you see oh, all yeah. the people just out and about? He was in the library, he was on YouTube, and like really slowly. You know how older people like pick a keyboard, they're like... Mm-hmm. Put in how to paint and watch the first video. Aww, it was, it was so a really sweet. sweet moment. You know, you, you see things like that sometimes, be. and the song like "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong just kind of plays yeah. in your head. You're like, yeah, genuinely. I, I get you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just kind of like ah, the human condition. It ain't so bad. And I think that's you know how my life's gonna go. How about you, Elena? Yeah. Um. Here, here are my lessons. Mm-hmm. Here are my things that I realized. Oh, I, I didn't do any lessons, but it's okay. Oh. I just kind of... Well, you kind of... Well, you kind of... Yeah, I don't touch on it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Don't overshare. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> don't overshare, kids. Unless you're don't on the overshare, podcast. And if her, if don't her, if her toes aren't okay wet, to don't overshare. overshare. Yeah, don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if she doesn't have white toes, like, you know those white types toes. of guys? You know those types of guys? Jake on Love Island last year, like, if, No, 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 like, 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 those types of guys are like, if her toe, it, like, girls who have, like, white toenails, good. Oh, white yeah. white toes. That like, that's why I'm mad. That's why I'm mad. Like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> if she doesn't have white toes, um, don't do that. Here's, here's my lessons. Okay. The first lesson is trust your instincts. But you might be wrong wrong sometimes, and mm-hmm. you need to acknowledge when you're wrong. Forgive yourself. But trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. If you feel like somebody makes you uncomfortable, or you're like, mm, this person's kind of... There's, there's, I can't put it into words. There's nothing they've done, mm-hmm. but there's just something about them that I don't quite... <laughs> I don't quite trust them, or I don't just uh, trust them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, don't trust them. Trust your gut. Like, like yeah, trust your gut. Trust yeah, your yeah. gut, right? Yeah. Like... Uh, I guess another one is kind of like sometimes you're gonna annoy your friends and people you love sometimes they will be annoyed at you or annoyed with you or like you will be annoying mm. and that's alright it doesn't mean that like they hate you and you're not friends anymore it just means sometimes people are just annoying and sometimes people say mean things about each other you know mm, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you're not friend. like yeah. you know yeah um another kind of addendum to that would be like your friends can you don't all your friends your friends are all complex people and they all will do things or say things that are a bit strange sometimes or or like you know they'll they'll do things that annoy you and you'll feel maybe like for example you have one friend who you love watching movies with and you love uh you love like doing stuff with them um and you're really you're really close to them you love them 
um, right? But you kind of, but maybe you don't talk about personal things as much. And then you'll have another friend who you, you don't really do a lot of stuff with, but you always talk about your personal lives. Mm. And, like, you'll ha- connect with different people in different ways, but yeah. that doesn't mean that those relationships are bad or less good. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, no friend is perfect. Right, no, right? Is like, life. Um, also just like, yeah, I just generally trust yourself, love yourself. Be yourself. Um, be yourself. If you can't love yourself, um, if somebody c- consistently gonna... hurts your feelings, like more than a couple times, Kick just to the curb. Just leave. Just mm-hmm. leave. Just... There's no. You can't change anybody who's yeah, doing that. Yeah, and neither can you like, like be responsible. For and there's them. a difference between they're doing something like they're. We have different communication styles, or we have different blah 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 that's blah, different blah, from blah. this person is hurting my feelings yeah you know, it's like, girl. yeah um yeah i guess that's the kind of things i've learned and yeah. like looking to the future i'm very unsure about my future to be honest i'm very unsure about what i want to do where i want to go mm. so but I, but honestly i think i'm quite chill about it i mean i'm a bit stressed about it sometimes but I think overall, I just feel like I'm excited to see what will happen. Yeah. Who knows what will happen. You still have another year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a sprightly yeah. young thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, but looking yeah, looking to the future. Um, I'm going to make a lot of money, fuck a lot of bitches, or yes. just... Yeah, that do was a lot a of cocaine. Oh, a little bit of a, um, uh, a little sillier piece of advice. A long vodka is not a thing that you can order in England, so don't try it. Don't punk. try don't it. Yeah. Don't you might get laughed at, bestie. You'll get laughed out of the room. The pub, yeah. You'll get handed a double shot of vodka over ice, and you'll just have to sip away at it instead of saying anything, because you're oh, a dumb creep. Yeah. You're a dumb creep, listener. Yeah. Um... Don't spend your money unwisely. It's not worth yeah, it. Oh, another piece of advice. Points. Another piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Don't spend loads of money on your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, or partner. Yeah, d- don't, don't do it. Like, don't what's the it. point? Yeah, spend mo- spend that money. Like, look, if you're a person like for like me, who's like, I spend all my money on clothes. All right, mm-hmm. that's bad. But like, okay. I think that's good. I think it's a good But trait. specifically with relationships, it's like, girl, that person could dump you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah and you're in uni. Like, you don't have that money. I think spending any amount of money on a partner is love bombing. I think it's money bombing and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. I think that being affectionate in any way to a partner is affection bombing and it should be avoided when necessary. Speaking of relationships being transactional yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. literally yeah. um yeah. oh nobody oh classic advice is like nobody is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you yeah, yeah. 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 like one. like if you like if, you, if you're talking to somebody and you like make a mistake you fumble mm-hmm. something yeah or you no make one a cares mistake, what your outfit is they they will literally go like this ah, yeah thinks yeah. about starts thinking about themselves starts thinking yeah. about something else <laughs> oh one like, for one for the brunette girlies um don't do your eyebrows too dark? I feel yeah. like we always match our eyebrows to like our hair color instead of like for eyebrow pencil you should always aim like one or two shades lighter yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. you'll end up like sometimes I look at pictures of myself from first year Me even too. like f- through like last year like and my eyebrows were just too dark. Sorry, I feel like you're saying something listen, actually important. Listen yeah, yeah. to Ariana Grande. Yeah. yeah. Or Doja Listen to or Doja Cat. <laughs> yeah, Try to, to listen to Doja yeah. Cat as much as you can. Um, Listen to the new FKA Twigs album. Oh, wait, there's a new I one? Need to, no. I need to get more into FKA Twigs. It's not that new. The um, Capri song. Oh, this, this is an uncomfortable truth, but one that um, has changed me um, is that obsessive self-hate is another form of narcissism. Uh, narcissism. True. True. Yeah. True. That's a good point. Um, and that's, you know, that's Constantly, not that's not what yeah. you want to hear when you fucking hate yourself is like, oh, you're a bad person for it, but it's kind of like, it's, it's like, yeah. kind of like, there's, there's like... 
it's you have like to, you have to no, get but over that's it. classic it's like when you're so insecure mm-hmm. all you can think about is yourself yeah. and how you're coming across yeah. yeah that is self-involved and narcissistic it is yeah that doesn't mean like obviously it's different from i think i'm great and everybody should like mm-hmm. me you're not a narcissist but it's like it's like girl get a grip and it's affecting the other people in yeah. your life it's yeah, bringing yeah, yeah, other yeah. people down and in a way in a way you don't even like hate yourself that much it's more of like a shield just being yeah. like oh i don't have to try anything because i'm so bad i suck i'm so, like sad nobody likes me it's like kind yeah. of like you have to you you have to at least believe that you have the, like the ability like the potential to like yourself and be a person that you would want to be friends with and yeah and um, also like um role models are important this is yeah. more of a recent realization for me actually oh, but um um, the idea of, of mentorship and role models because I, I didn't really have you I mean, like, your this role models it's, it's not like I like I you know I, I'm blessed to have a good relationship with my parents but I didn't grow up necessarily with a lot of people older than me that I looked up to or was like oh yeah I, I it would be really cool if I turned out like you like you're a person I aspire to so like um, having role models in my life even my friends like looking at my friends and being like oh like you, you have like traits yeah. that um i really aspire to i think is cool in terms of forming a sense of identity so even if it's like oh like i hate myself obsessively to the point i can't see that i would want to be a person i'd want to be around you can be like oh well i i love my friends i love these things about my friends if i can try and be like that that's something i would love in myself too and then that's like you know helps with things you guys so, just spitballed so many good ones yeah that was awesome. some, some zingers some um Oh god, let me think. Um, become a vegan yeah. if you're not. Um, <coughs> oh, re- reuse, reduce, that's recycle. A good, that's a good point though. Is like especially like what we we're talking about earlier mm-hmm. with sexuality and stuff. Don't ever let if 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 somebody else is trying to put you in a box or trying to define you or trying to be yeah. mean about your identity or, like, you if you know who you are, you might not know who you are, right? You might be a bit unsure about it. Okay if you know who you are that doesn't have to bother you mm-hmm. or like it doesn't have have to bother you that much like because that person's i mean i know people say this whole time but it's like it really is true like that person's if you know if you truly feel i am x mm. and i feel this way if you truly feel that way nobody can tell you otherwise mm-hmm. that's you can't and that's does isn't just like being gay or trans it's mm-hmm. also like generally if somebody's trying to say you are something that you feel you are not. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, that, you know? Like, you don't have to mm-hmm. be defined by that type of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, especially if you're LGBT, it's, mm-hmm. like, obviously there's the side of it that's, like, get homophobia, right? But there's the other side of it that's, like, people in your community, mm-hmm. especially in a, like, liberal uni or something, mm-hmm. might try and tell you you should think this way, you mm-hmm. should like mm-hmm. this music, you should think this yeah i remember thinking you know? that like um well we, we kind of spoke for the first time in the girl in red like the gay woman's like chat in st andrews and i was like oh there's like um a certain way to be queer i guess like in mm. terms of culture so. definitely yeah. anyway which you know it's, it's yeah. classic like groups form identities yeah, based yeah, yeah, on yeah. stuff they consume whatever but you know you don't have yeah. to um i can i can uh, be a bisexual woman who only dates men and not like phoebe bridges that much and that's yeah. okay <laughs> I know, I don't really like Phoebe Bridgers yeah. that much. My what? sister loves my love sister Phoebe loves Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. She messaged me and she was like, Hello Eleanor, do you want to come to the Phoebe Bridgers concert with me? Yeah. I'll go like, with no. your sister. And you're like, What am I? I was like, woman I, was like I don't like Phoebe Bridgers. Um Savior Complex is one of my favorite songs, but I don't really like her. What? Oh my god. I like I gotta keep the people I gotta keep the girlies guessing. I yeah. <laughs> 
hate you for what you did. Actually, that is what. And I miss you like a little kid. No, okay. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the sweetest meet cute? Yeah. That you'll ever hear in your life. I used to go to the music practice rooms like in oh, high school yeah. as a little loser because uh, I would go like every day after school to just you know jam, play some songs, you know, play some sweet rhythms, release the tensions of the day through playing some Chopin, Mozart, Debussy, and similar. And I was one day playing, um, you know that song that goes, um, boom, do, 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 I thought I'd be a little smart-ass about it and play the, the melody over the top of it, like, hey, we're doing a little duet, we're in different rooms. It would be funny if there was, like, a hot guy playing in the next room. That would be sweet. And there was. Like, he came through and said, hey, and I was like, oh, hey. And um, that was the long-distance relationship from first week. Oh, oh my god. So ballsy to play the, like, to play the melody. I don't think I even got it right. I think I was playing, like, the melody to a different song. I think I was playing the Nyan Cat theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, think oh, I was playing... Shit. Every song I ever played is actually just a Nyan Cat theme. I was just playing, like, a C note. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so sick. Um, life lessons. Um, I think what first year is really for is finding out your drinks limit. For me, it's after free drinks. It's just at that point, I have to accept that it's a liability. Anything could happen mm, and not necessarily crazy. in a good way. I know, I'm a crazy no, girl. But, but I'm, I know but what I'm, your limit but is. I'm just cr- but I'm just crazy because what I do is I have a drink and then I'm like, all right. Like, I always am like, okay, I'll have like three drinks. Yeah. Me when I'm three drinks in, I need to drink more. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, very me. I, I, I'm always, if like, I don't give it long shots. enough to yeah. like sit in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't drink yeah. on an empty stomach. That's one. But, um, yeah, have a have some. Yeah. Have I kind of love drinking on an empty stomach. No, you just don't drink it, that it's much. cheaper Ow. that way. <laughs> don't drink that much. <laughs> have yeah. a little. Have a light supper before you go out. Light the town. supper. A light supper. I have light supper in my train. A light um, supper train. In my rooms. Um, my private rooms. Um, Any last things? I feel like you guys have killed it. Oh. Killed it. Well, you could say it's so. a soft spot. It's a soft spot. Um, I can't help it. You're my soft spot. You're my soft spot. Let's do. Let's do a little Pink Panthers concert to end the thing. Okay, you ready? Oh, he's like Pink Panther. Pink Panther. Pink Panthers. Okay. I'm obsessed with you. What do you make of me? When you wipe your eyes, do you wipe them just for me? Me, 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 me. Do you wipe them just for me? Me, me. Pink Panthers. If you're listening to this. Um, follow at Big Burger Lover on Twitter. Yeah, Cyrano de Bergerac. I have a, I have a, well, I guess not so secret anymore shit posting account called Cyrano de Bergerac, aka Big Burger Lover. It's we hilarious. gotta go there. We gotta go see the Cyrano movie. No, we do. Yes, we gotta go see I'm in love with Peter Dinklage. What if we go tomorrow? I'm in the lab tomorrow, then seeing a, a comedy show. So like, uh, yeah. Maybe I'll just go by myself. No, don't see Cyrano without me. <laughs> what about, um, wait. Another Pink Panther song that is a classic. Um, boom, 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 boom. Oh, boom, um. Boom, boom, okay, okay. Boom, Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. <laughs> oh, we're on that note. I think we should. I think we should yeah. like, wait, can you say it one more time? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Don't forget to take your birth control. Don't forget to ask for consent. At every step of the interaction. Bye. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to smile. Woo. Beep. 
All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you again for your patience while this girly uh, tried to write two dissertations in two weeks. Uh, Personally, I would recommend, but you gotta try it sometime. Um, And big thank you to Liliana and Eleanor for coming on the pod. It was great to talk to you. You make me laugh and you make me smile. Um, So I hope you guys have a great week. And if you're a student, I hope you're getting some rest and back to drinking coffee for the enjoyment instead of to get you from one hour to the next because that's no way to live. Um, And also follow Liliana's Twitter, Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, Follow her music too, but don't sleep on the comedy um, because it's immaculate, it's hilarious, she is talented. Anyway, um, I hope you have a great week and I'll be back very soon. Bye!